0: and we're back with the uh, second half of our uh one uh bearcast nfo weekly show uh we broke down the afc uh in a week or in the in the first half um we're doing the nfc now um we'll start with the nfc north um interesting division again um minnesota's lost a lot um are they still a factor? Are they still in this? Uh, also, Green Bay coming off a great season last year. Can they sustain that? Talents. Um, we'll, we'll start
1: with you. The answer to both those questions, Zach, is no. You know why? I, forget Minnesota. Forget Green Bay. I'll tell you who I have winning the NFC North, and, and it might be a surprise, and it probably will be, to um, oh God. I got. I, I have Chicago winning the yeah. NFC North. Here's why. The Chicago Bears, when we look at their roster, outside the quarterback situation, which I know is a bit of a mess, um, you look at who they have on on, on that roster, which I thought last year was a pretty talented roster. Okay, let's start on the defensive side. Defensive lineman, Akeem Hicks. Uh, Why do I feel like that's the only guy they have? Linebackers, Khalil Mack, Robert Quinn, Roquan Smith, Danny Trevathan. Defensive backs, Artie Burns, um, Kyle Fuller. To Sean Gibson, Eddie Jackson, uh, Buster Screen. Offensively, at running backs, Tariq Cohen, David Montgomery, receivers, they've got Ted Ginn Jr., Jimmy Graham, uh, Anthony Miller, Cordero Patterson, Riley Ridley, Allen Robinson II, Adam Shaheen. This Bears team, you can say what you want about their quarterback situation. I think they are a division winner. I think their defense is loaded. I think... When I when I think about the Bears, if you have to remember this, there was a stretch last year they went from three and one to four and six. That's one and five, but after that they went four and two down the stretch, and had it not been for a crowded NFC, they would have they could have easily been a playoff team. That seven that seven seed coming in this season helps them immensely. The Bears will win the division at twelve and four. Here's the thing about Green Bay. We talked about it last week. I don't trust them one bit. I Aaron Rodgers as Devontae Adams and that is it as far as to who to throw the ball to. You can say Aaron Jones, but that I mean, you know, a running back can only help you so much in your in the passing game when you have the dire straits of a situation that Green Bay has a wide receiver. Who do they have outside of him? They just re, they just released Jake Kumaro, you know, they still have Lazaro, they still have uh Equinemius Saint Brown. What? Outside of, outside of Devontae Adams, basically they have nobody. The Vikings, to me, I, I'm not sure. They lost a lot on defense. They lost Stefan Diggs. Adam Thielen was injured last year, nearly missed the uh, divisional round playoff game against San Francisco. I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't trust them as much as I did last year. I thought last year they could have been a division winner. And I thought going into this season they could be a division winner. I don't really see that this year. And then we go to the Lions. I don't know why the Lions are viewed as a playoff sleeper. I don't trust them one bit. You know, it's I mean it has got to be so difficult to be a Lions fan. They started off 2-0 and 1 last year and what did they finish? 2-13 and 1, 3-12 and 1. It wasn't very good. They lost to Washington. That's how bad they are. The Lions will the Lions will win one game this year and that will be against Washington. That's it. Bears will win the division on 12 and 4 with the number 3 seed.
2: Elliot yeah, uh, unfortunately, I'm going to disagree with you um, because the Bears are not winning that division. Uh, it would be hard-pressed for me to see them winning nine games. Uh, I would think they're about an 8-8 eight eight team. They're going to finish 500 uh, and third in the division. Uh, the Lions is a sleeper team. I I mean, th- that's one of the worst teams of all time. I mean, that team stinks. That team, that team, I mean... They're going to rival the worst team in, in franchise history. where they didn't win a game. Uh, I mean, they had nobody. Anyway, uh, the top division, I think it's going to be the Vikings. Uh, uh, I, I just think they're better offensively than the Packers at this point. Uh, it, it's going to be close between the Vikings and Packers. They're, they're probably both going to beat around the 10-win mark, 10-9 win mark. I'm going to have the Vikings barely beating out the Packers. Uh, probably Vikings 10-6. Uh, nine and five, the Packers. Bears in third and eight and eight. Lions in last, maybe with four wins. They, I mean that team's horrible. Um, but the Alex's, uh, Alex's credit, I do agree with the, the Packers take. I don't, you know, I, I don't know how how the offense is going to work. I think they don't have any receivers um, besides Devonte Adams. Aaron Rodgers is coming off a draft where he was very frustrated that his GM didn't help him out at all not even a little bit did his GM help him. No offensive pieces drafted. And I think it's going to be a bad relationship uh, with, with Rodgers and I'm, I'm the head coach of the Packers, Scott. Uh, help me out.
1: Uh, Matt LaFleur.
2: LaFleur. I didn't think he was was name to save my life. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's going to be a 9-1 team. I, I know Rodgers is very good at football and that's going to keep him alive in games. But he's aging. Uh, this isn't the same Aaron Rodgers that he was two years ago. Um, but they're going to be competitive in that division. with there, and that's about it. Vikings take. Wow. Okay. All right. look.
0: Um, Alex Franks. What? 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 The Bears winning twelve football games? Are they going to score twelve touchdowns this year? I mean, come on, my man. Who's playing quarterback? For Biscuit, even Nick Foles. We, our, we can, we've gone back and forth about Nick Foles 50 times on this show. He's not going to be a very good quarterback when he has
2: limited weapons,
0: let's be honest.
2: They also lost their starting running back for three weeks.
0: The offensive line isn't very good. Their receiving core is pretty blah. I mean, I don't know sure, but he's fine. Whatever. They had 7,000 tight ends. Okay. Ready. Jimmy Graham is 50. He was cool in 2012. Um... The defense is fine i like their defense but it was it wasn't all that great last year um to be honest with you uh eight and eight I, I don't see them at eight, and eight maybe i'm just way down on the bears like i think i'm way way down on the bears i haven't uh four and twelve i think that's too harsh but um i just think this season's gonna be a disaster i, I think their offense of this one, I, I really think it's bad um the Lions are, they are saved, though, by the Lions, because I do think they are worse at 3-13. and 13, I just, it's not working in Detroit with, with Matt Patricia. It's not going to work. Um, Stafford's aging. I think we saw him regress a little bit. It's not to his fault or anything, but the Lions, are, again, they're kind of a punchline. Like, I can't predict that that would really be all that competitive. Um this is a division where I felt like I didn't want any. I felt like nobody deserved to win this division. I don't really know who's all that good. Minnesota lost so much from last year. Um, I picked them to finish nine and seven. They get second place. Um, I guess for the sole fact that I don't hate their their uh, their offense. I think is a
2: great receiver. Uh, Dalton Cook is a hammer. Uh, Kirk Cousins, I guess, is fair. He's fine. As, as long as he's
0: playing at 1 o'clock on Sunday, I, I guess I trust him. Um, defensively, though, they lost a lot. They did Yannick yeah, back way, which that so they I'm just not seeing a lot there to like though. Um, and so by default, the Packers win, and, and I didn't want them to finish 11-5, but... Uh, it's just kind of like I, tr- I guess I trust Aaron Rodgers the most out of these guys um uh, I still think they're look offensively I think they're fine I think Devontae Adams is a great receiver I know that they're a little thin after that um I think the lizard could be pretty good um uh, I don't know if he's like a great second receiver or anything but I think okay he's fine up there um the Packers was great last year. They did it with defense too. I think if they kind of proved like, oh, their defense can actually help out. I think that's important. I think that's what's going to put them over the edge. Uh, I love their secondary. Um, Adrian Amos and, and Jair Alexander and those guys. Darnell Savage, Savage. You know, I don't know what's that word, but uh, I, I think Green Bay. I, I think Green Bay is, uh, is is the winner of that Um And the Minnesota Vikings. They
1: missed the point. yeah i i i agree with you zach i don't really think anyone deserves to win this division to be honest i i don't i i think the vikings might have the most talent maybe green bay's right be- actually green bay's not right behind them i think minnesota has the most talent but um It's one year they make the playoffs and they look really good. The next year they underachieve. I think Mike Zimmer's a good head coach in the years that the Vikings make the playoffs, but if that's only every other year, I can't really trust them. And by the way, guys, I don't know if
2: you knew that, but that was probably the first time in show history where we had three different teams to win a division. I mean, that's a record.
1: (laughs) That's pretty good. Now, wouldn't it be something if the Lions actually won the division and we and we're all wrong? It's not going to happen. It's, it's not going to happen. I'm just saying. If that happens, you
2: have my word that I will jump off a bridge into a river. I can't
1: believe it. I'm not, I'm not sure if that should have been said just now on a podcast, but um, I know you didn't mean it in, in that way. So uh, let, let's move on to what I think is going to be the most entertaining division in football this year, and that's the NFC South. Actually, I take that back. It won't be the most entertained division, but at least at the top, it'll have two of the best teams in the NFL.
0: the division. Uh, after that I got the Bucks, so uh, I think the Bucks are obviously better. And uh, they would have made the playoffs at Jameis, not turned the ball over fifty times year. Uh, I think they're twelve four. I think there's 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 too much improvement there. there too much done in the off season for them to not be uh, you know a contender in the NFC. I think they're they're right there uh, on that squad. Uh, with that squad I think they're gonna be second in the division. Without a doubt, um, the offensive line improved. They got Tristan Works, I think that would be a great pick. Um, uh, defensively, uh, J- J- JPP, Devin White, solid there. And their secondary was pretty good last year, so um, and they And they got Antoine Woodfield, Jr. I thought that was a great pick in the draft. Uh, the Falcons just kind of boring. I don't really, you know. I don't have a lot to say on the Falcons. I wish I would've picked them to win more than six games. I think they'll probably win more than six games. Uh, but they got Matty Ice, um, they got Julio, they got Ridley. I like their offense okay. I have questions about the defense. Um, they they love their first round picks, I'll give them that. They got 50 of those, uh, former first round picks. So, good for them on that, but not gonna put too much in the Carolina, it was just so terrible. At the end of last year, and I just, they just,
1: kind of left the bad tape in their mouth. I know they got Bridgewater, but they're gonna win four games. So that's it. that's what I got. All right, um, no mind, gentlemen. So I, the way it shook out for me with uh, NFL playoff predictors, I have Tampa Bay winning this division. I just feel like, I just feel like with Tom Brady and all the weapons that he has, and now add Leonard Fournette to that group. I mean, he's gonna have a lot of success. My question is this, because Tampa Bay runs a very vertical offense with Bruce Arians at the helm. Can Brady still throw the ball down the field far enough for Chris Godwin and Mike Evans? If he can, this Tampa Bay offense is going to be very lethal. I got them at 14-2, two, number two seed in the NFC in the NFC. When I think of the Saints, I mean the Saints are so solid on on offense. They they're solid on defense. They did lose Uh, Anthony Ciccolo and Von Bell in the offseason, whether it was uh, via cuts or free agency. But I still think the Saints' defense is pretty solid. It's much more solid than the last few years Since been than it was uh, the previous few years. And so long as Sean Payton and Drew Brees are there, the Saints are making the playoffs. I got them at 11-5 as the sixth seed. Atlanta, Zach, you mentioned it. I do like their offense. It is really hard to believe that Matt Ryan is entering his 13th season in the league. I like the Falcons. Um offense. Defensively, I mean, um wh- when I look at when I look at Atlanta defensively, I will go through the roster here real quick because I feel like there are some pieces there. Up front they've got um uh Dante Fowler comes over in free agency, Grady Jarrett still there, Tack McKinley, linebackers, they still got Dion Jones, uh Leroy Reynolds, defensive backs, they still got Ricardo Allen, uh Keanu Neal. Uh, that's about it though. Um I, I wish they I, I think they can be a decent team. They were a decent team and they were a good team in the second half of last season. Had it not been for a treacherous first half, they might have been in the playoffs, believe it or not. But I got them at five and eleven. Zach, I can't you committed the crime of this of the century when you said with Carolina, Well, they got Bridgewater. Did you forget about Christian McCaffrey? I sure didn't. He's still there. Do I think that's gonna be enough to help them, you know, be in the playoff hunt? No. Uh Luke Keekly's gone. The defense is not what it used to be. Um, offensively, they don't have they don't have a whole lot. I think, um, I think they can I think they can be somewhat competitive. Matt Rule, first your head coach. You want to talk about growing pains? There will be some growing pains there. Carolina ends up at five and eleven. Elliot. Yeah, I, I think it's a pretty clear-cut division in my
2: mind. I think the Saints are winning eleven games. I think the Buccaneers are winning nine games. I think the uh, Falcons are winning seven games. I think the Panthers are winning four. Uh, I, you know, Tom Brady is thirty thousand years old. Um, yeah, he has a ton of weapons, and honestly, if he doesn't make the playoffs, that's testament to how to Tom Brady. I mean, I mean, they—you can't ask for a better receiving core than what Brady has. Um, but that's that's my opinion. I think the Bucks uh, will win nine games. Uh, I think they'll maybe slide into the playoffs as the seven seed. Um, maybe. If they're lucky, uh, but it's the Saints' division to lose. They're way too talented, so that's a pretty easy division in my mind. NFC South. I, I'm with Elliot. Uh, I pretty much agree with that there. It's just I still like the Saints. I'm not all the
0: way on the Bucks. I've um, but just because they haven't been good in a while, um, so it's it's hard for me to jump right in on that. Yeah, but. So, that's your sound, right there.
1: All right. All right. Now my favorite division in football. That was sarcastic. What? My favorite. Now we're on to my favorite division in football, and that's sarcastic. The uh-huh. N- the NFC East. Yeah. Um. Okay, so the NFC East to me, uh, there's there's only two good teams, Dallas and Philly, and I don't really even trust Philadelphia, and I can, and I don't trust Dallas completely. I trust them more this year because Mike McCarthy's now the head coach, not Jason Garrett. Mike McCarthy, I think, will find a way to uh, find a way to incorporate all that talent in, and translate that into wins. I think Dallas wins the division at eleven and five. Philadelphia's got a lot of talent on offense. Defensively, I think they're a little bit underrated. I think think they have some strong players. I think they do just enough to get into the playoffs as a 7 seed at 9-7. The Giants, I mean, Saquon Barkley is a great talent, but uh, he might be wasting his career in New York quite frankly because the Giants, I don't see what direction they're going in. Defensively, they're awful. Daniel Jones is not terrible. I think he can maybe have a decent year, but uh, let's be honest. Who who are their receivers? Darius Slayton, uh, Cody Core. Yeah, please. Um, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Once he left, that was the end of that. The Giants will be two and fourteen, and then good lord, the Washington Football Team. They got a. I mean, they have so many issues. Not not just on the field, whose offense, by the way, stinks. Uh, the fan base. I don't even know much about them. The organization is a, is a, a clown show of epic proportions. They're so bad. They they will not win a game this year at zero and sixteen. Someone else, please.
2: Yeah, uh, I I I agree for the most part. Um, I I I think it's gonna be the Cowboys' division. I think they will win ten games, and I think the Eagles will win ten games. uh, But I think the Cowboys will have the tiebreaker. So Cowboys win the division. Good for them. Uh, Eagles. I mean, their wide receiver core is not good still. Um, You know. They'll, they'll do whatever they want. Miles Sanders is good. Um, but I don't see them being a Super Bowl contender at all. Uh, and after that, like Alex said, I mean, it's a bunch of garbage. Uh, the Giants are terrible. They, I think they'll win more than two. I think they'll win probably around five or six. Uh, but the Washington, no names. The fighting, no mascot. Uh, I, I think they're going to win about um, one game, maybe two.
0: That's about it. Wow. I'm I'm uh, a sad division. I'm I'm, I'm interested in, in how this division shakes out because I think it's so terrible. <laughs> uh, look, the Cowboys are gonna win the division. I think it's all likely. The Eagles are just too banged up. They they don't have enough forces in this fight to uh, to hang in Dallas. I don't think. Um, Dallas and 11 I I agree although I don't trust Dallas like ever but I trust that it look if they can't win this division just pack it up and go home. they should just pack it up and just franchise because they better win this division um, they're they're the best team in the division clearly I think. Um, the Eagles are nine and seven I just think it's I, I, I like some of this team I, I think there there are some some Positives. Um, I like Wentz, as everybody knows, but and in their defense, look, you got Fletcher Cox. Um, they, they got better defensively, but I didn't think there's too many injuries. And uh, I'm, I'm riding on the, uh, I'm riding on the Cowboy train uh, for this year. Um, the Giants. I kind of agree. I think they're bad. Well, uh, uh, I. I think uh, two wins for me, that's what I had as well, is is too harsh. They're probably going to win four, maybe five. I just couldn't find the wins for this team. Um, They're they're not very well run right now. Uh, They do have uh, Danny Dimes. Uh, They do have Saquon Barton, so maybe the future is bright. I I have a feeling they're just going to kind of uh, just be a terrible team. Uh, They never can figure out the offensive line. Although they drafted Andrew Thomas, so we'll see, how that, we'll see how that works. I'm not a believer in the Browns. So I think they just stink. And then whatever they got going on over there in Washington, they really stink because they're going to be just awful. Uh, just an awful, awful team. Again, I think they might, they're going to win two football games, and I believe they'll win two football games. Uh, I don't think Dwayne Haskins is good. I know, well, it's too early, man. I, I don't think he's very good. I don't think he's the guy. Um... The running back core is going to be young and a lot of inexperienced. Uh, a lot of inexperienced guys. Terry McLaurin's good. He, he'll be cool, but uh, let's play the let's play this point game. Uh, the, the, the Washington receiving core: Terry McLaurin, great player, very good last year. Antonio Gandy, Golden, Don Shellen, Steven Sims, Jordan Veazey and Isaiah Wright. That's a real star-studded core there. Oh yeah, uh, they're gonna be terrible. Mm-hmm. That's all I gotta say. Uh, that's all I gotta say. Washington's
1: gonna be in the next to get Trevor Lawrence. Oh, I, you know, as someone who roots for Clemson because my sister goes there and my family's big Clemson fans, I, I really don't want Trevor Lawrence to go to that clown show of an organization. If he goes to Jacksonville, I mean, even that's not I mean, even that's not really a step above. I mean, my gosh. Trevor Lawrence Trevor Lawrence ought to play two more years at Clemson so he doesn't have to go to one of those two organizations. My goodness gracious, especially Washington though he, I mean they don't even have a team name they're just called a Washington football team. They're a football team that plays in Washington. I mean jeez okay now the the the, the, the of course uh, Elliot you you uh, gave me a harsh lesson last year on saving the best for last. The eighth and final division, the NFC West, is going to be the best division in football this year. You can mark my word on that.
0: Hey, man. I love it.
1: Zach, you want to start?
0: Go for it. Go for it. Me? Whoever.
1: Yeah. Why not? Okay. NFC West, the best division in football. There's so much talent. Even on I mean, look, the Rams last year they kind of became an afterthought. Yeah, they lost Todd Gurley in the offseason, but I'm still looking at that roster. I'm looking at Jared Goff, who I still believe in. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Josh Reynolds. Uh the defense still has Aaron Donald. I feel like the Rams are are the Rams are still going to be uh somewhat in the mix. I don't think they're as good as some other teams in the NFC, particularly in their own division. Uh with that being said, San Francisco. I think a, I think a big storyline coming into this season is: Is San Francisco a one-hit wonder from last year's success? I don't think the answer. I don't. I don't think it's a, the answer is no. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't think the answer is yes. I I don't think they're a one-hit wonder at all. I think they're a very good football team. Yeah, they did lose Eric. They did lose uh, DeForest Buckner uh, to free agency. But keep in mind, their defensive line still has Nick Bosa and um, excuse me, Eric Armstead. That's a strong that's a strong defensive line right there. if
0: can pretty right now. pretty
1: Can you hear me now?
0: I can hear you now. Okay.
1: So uh what I was saying was like I mean this division's so good that even like the Rams, you know, who lost Todd Greeley, I think they'll still be in the mix because I still believe in the and the players they have on offense and Sean McVay still I mean you still have to give him some respect and some Um, chance. I'll get to the Cardinals in a minute. I think they're going to be much improved and they were much improved last year. But At the top of the division, Zach and Elliot, one question going into this season for me. Is San Francisco a one-hit wonder? One-year wonder from last year? I don't think that's the the case. I think there's still a lot of talent. They did lose Emmanuel Sanders uh, in free agency to uh, New Orleans. but In the end, at the end of the day, San Francisco does two things well. They run the football and they get after the quarterback up front. That's all you need. The 49ers to me are going to be just fine. Kyle Shanahan, I believe in him. Yeah, he's had two epic meltdowns in the Super Bowl, but I still believe in the 49ers. The 49ers win this division with a 14 and two record. Get the number one seed. Right behind them, though, um, Zach, I know you're big on this guy, Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. Um, they to me, they did they did just release Josh Gordon and Paul Richardson. I don't think that does them i don't think that affects them a whole lot defensively i have question marks about them but i mean russell wilson's so good that he can overcome the offensive deficiencies and the defensive deficiencies seattle wins the division at 11 a 12 and 4 five seed in the nfc arizona 8 and eight. i like kyler murray a lot especially because he looks bigger this this season looks like a you know nfl quarterback not that he wasn't last year but he looks he looks stronger he looks tougher Car- the Cardinals will win eight games I-, I don't think they're quite there yet but 2021 will be their year to contend the Rams I- I'm not really high on them for some odd reason last year I was because of the previous year when they went to the Super Bowl this year I can't say the same um seven to nine record for me i think that- I think they're competitive I just don't think that they can compete with the 49ers and the seahawks the two heavyweights in this division. In Seattle, I mean, you look, at, you look at them defensively. They did lose to Davion Clowney. Um, They don't have a whole lot on, on that side of the ball. But like I said, Zach, and you can agree with me on this, I'm sure, Russell Wilson is so good that he can overcome both the offensive deficiencies, which is the offensive line, and the defensive deficiencies, which is their inability to keep opponents off the scoreboard. Am I right? <laughs>
2: I can't I, I couldn't understand a word. I heard Russell Wilson <laughs> and Browning and Ramps
1: and uh, oh. th- this 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 bad audio is brought to you by um whatever audio company the Washington football team uses. Oh my god, that was funny. <sighs> uh yeah, so I don't know what you said, but
2: I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna have
0: Let's go. Let's go, Zach. Yeah, go, Zach. we go. Okay, I'll go. Well, <laughs> definitely an awesome joke about uh, the San Padres <laughs> uh, the sexiest team in baseball, and uh, I think it's the sexiest team in, or sexiest division in football. Uh, don't say sexy. That's wrong. No, come on. Um, I think three teams make the playoffs in this division. I like San Francisco. Um, twelve and four. I think they're good still. Um, I trust Shanahan. Uh, I'm a little nervous about that pick to be honest, but more rolling. it. Mean, I, you know what? He's a fine quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. They got Boza. And I got. Uh, I, I like their defense. Richard Sherman. That's uh, it's a good it's a good defense. Seattle again. They just I think they'll be steady. They're carried by Russell Wilson. Uh, Eleven and five. I like me some Seattle. Maybe a game too high there, maybe they're only a 10-win team, but uh, when I was going through the schedule, uh, I had to save room for this team. My team, uh, if I'm a betting man in Vegas, I'm betting on this team, throwing a little money down on this team, maybe kick the playoffs and hit their over. The Arizona Cardinals. that's a playoff team. Uh, I didn't buy into the Cliff Kingsbury hype when they hired him, but I think I'm in now. Tyler Murray after last year. I love what he did. Uh, I might be a little over my skis here. But then they went out, and they added DeAndre Hopkins. Um, they showed real flashes last year. They had a great team. At times, they really played the Niners tough. Um, I love this Arizona team. Uh, I think they're a playoff team. And then finally, I got the Rams. Uh, they're in last place um, They're at 8-8 eight eight. Uh, Jared Goff I, I didn't make it I, I made it pretty clear I was not a fan Of his play last year Because it was awesome um, He was bad um, And I think They're they're going to go As far as he goes He's a, as bad As he was last year They're not going to be Very good if um, he elevates His level of play To what he did Back in 2018 uh, Well They're going to be A problem in the NFC But I don't believe that. I have to see it to believe that first. He doesn't get the benefit of the doubt for the Rams, they think.
2: Yeah, I, I I agree with most of that. Um, I, I think that it's going to be a uh, 49ers provisional win. Uh, I, just, I just think they're too good defensively. Uh, they've still got a great offense. I, I'm not a big Jimmy G guy, but I think he's a fine game manager. So they're going to win They're going to win 11 games. Uh, uh, Below that, I have the Seahawks winning 10 games. Uh, The Seahawks, uh, Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson, they're too good at football. Uh, 10 wins there. I'm going to go the Cardinals, who Zach mentioned. I'm going to have them getting into the postseason. Uh, I I think they're winning 9 games, and I think they're going to sneak in. Uh, After that, I think Alex and Zach had it right. Uh, The
0: Rams, uh, I don't think they're that good. I have, something about seven, six games. Uh, Todd Gurley, they're losing Todd Gurley. Uh, Jared Goff had a horrible year. Horrible year. that can't get into unfortunately, to that. Deshaun uh, McVeigh era was fun, but, unfortunately, uh, this is the Shanahan Show now. Uh, that's my NFC West.
1: Wow. It is – it is uh, – it is hard to believe that Sean McVay. I mean, that. I mean, we thought that was going to be the dominant era for the next what, ten years, and, and it's like a two or three year wonder, right? Yeah, looks like it. Oh, and the best part about that is, I was heard there that time. I I guess my my cell phone audio's been uh, been repaired, so that's always good. Um. So we have our playoff teams, right? Um, Zach Elliott. We, we've mentioned all eight divisions all 14 playoff teams. I'm still going to have to get used to the fact that there's now seven teams in each league. So with that, um now we'll go to the playoffs. Um so for me, and I have this all um here, uh top seven teams in each in each conference. AFC, I got Kansas City at 1, Tennessee at 2, New England 3, Baltimore 4, Buffalo 5, Pittsburgh 6, Cincinnati 7. On the NFC side, it's San Francisco one, Tampa Bay two, Chicago three, Dallas four, Seattle five, New Orleans six, Philadelphia seven. Um, Zach, Kelly, do you want to run through your teams before we get to who we think's gonna uh, go to Super Bowl Fifty Five? Yeah, I'll
2: go. Uh, so out of the uh, AFC, I'm gonna have the uh, I'm gonna have the Chiefs with the best record. Uh, so they'll be my number one. The Ravens will be my number two. I'm going to have the uh, Tennessee Titans at three, and I'm going to have the Buffalo Bills at four. Uh, My number five is going to be probably the, I'm going to have the Patriots go. Uh, So Patriots at five. I'm going to have the uh, Steelers at six, and I'm going to have the I guess I, I, I guess I'll go uh, stuff. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Colts. I'm gonna go Colts. I'm gonna have them sneak in I guess. Uh, from the NFC, I'm going to have the uh, San Francisco 49ers as the one seed. as the two seed I'm going to have the, uh, the New Orleans New Orleans Saints. Uh, so 49ers then the Saints. Then I'm going to have the Cowboys, and then I'm going to have the Vikings as my four. Uh, my five will be the Eagles. Or sorry, no, my five will be the Seahawks. My six will be the Eagles, uh,
1: and my seven will be the Cardinals. Fair right. enough. I will run down real fast. Uh, my one is the, in the AFC. The Chiefs are the one seed for me. Baltimore is two. Um,
0: the Tennessee Titans at three. The Buffalo Bills at four. The Pittsburgh Steelers at five. The New England Patriots at six. And the Cleveland Browns at seven. Um, NFC, the Saints is my one seed. The Niners is two. The Cowboys at the three seed. The Packers, fourth. The Buccaneers, fifth. Seattle, sixth. Arizona seven. so That's a, a playoff. My fourteen playoff.
1: Games. All right. Well,
0: are we do play. Are, you, are we doing? Are you gonna do? Do you want me to give picks or?
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll go through we will go through all the playoff matchups and go all the way to the Super Bowl. Uh, Zach, you can start. All
0: right. Now the AFC, the first seed, uh, Bills. And the Steelers, uh, I'm taking the Bills to beat the Steelers there. Um, I think it'll be an interesting game. Uh, uh, rematch from last year in the regular season. Bills Patriots-Titans, another rematch on the playoffs last year. I'm not buying it. Like I said, I'm not buying into the Patriots-type dream. Uh, uh, Titans win again. They, they beat Bill Belichick again um, in, in uh, Nashville. Uh, Browns, Ravens. I'm not picking the Browns to in a playoff game. I only want playoffs play on in there. So, um, the Ravens. We'll go to the the, the other AFC match. Then the, the next round, Titans and Ravens. The Ravens will get their revenge after last year. Um, they beat the Titans there. The Bills Chiefs game. I'm taking the Chiefs uh, to win that game. And then it, we got the AFC Championship game the Ravens Chiefs. I, uh, I don't like doing this, but uh, I think it's hard to get back to the Super Bowl uh, uh, two years in a row if you're not in New England. So I think it's going to be difficult for the Chiefs. Um, I'm not crazy about this Ravens pick, but I'm picking the Ravens to get there. Uh, I like their I like their defense last year. Um, had to leave a bad taste in their mouth. I think there's enough there that uh, they can get back. Then I'll go to the NFC real fast. Bucs at Packers. Um, I've got a couple upsets here. The Bucs, the 5-seed go on the road to beat the Packers in round one. Uh, we're in that, that first playoff game. Seahawks, Cowboys. Never trust the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs. I'm trusting Russell Wilson in the playoffs to get the job done there uh, to upend the Cowboys. And then I, I do have the 49ers beating the Cardinals, the 2-7 game. Um, we move to uh, the next the next round of games. Let's see who uh, do I have. Well, not important. Anyway, my, my NFC championship game. I'm just gonna skip ahead. The Bucs and the Saints. A uh, little traditional matchup there. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Saints. Uh, I think they they had some things to go against them uh, in years past. Uh, so I'm going to, uh, I think the karma's on their side this year, finally, to get there. And then ultimately, I think the Saints will win a Super Bowl. Um, I think they, they, they've had some tough luck against them in years past. The Minneapolis, New um, you look at the, the, the non-PI call um, that, that against the Rams. So I'm going to go with the Saints. Why not?
2: All right. uh, I'm going to also just skip ahead just because to make it a little easier uh, yeah. uh, I think we're going to have the we're the AFC championship game I'm going to have pretty much chalk all the way through, it's going to be Kansas City versus the Ravens I'm going to have the Ravens win that game to get to the Super Bowl uh, at the NFC, I'm going to have the Saints and then I'm going to have kind of a sleeper pick but not really a sleeper, the Seattle Seahawks I think it's going to be an early exit for San Francisco uh, the Seahawks will play the Uh, The states, and as Zach just said, I think the the tides are going to turn in favor of New Orleans. Uh, I think I think New Orleans is going to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, However, I do think the Baltimore Ravens will be your Super Bowl champions. I I like I like the Ravens. We were concerned the last year that uh, the defenses were going to figure out Lamar Jackson. They haven't. uh, They didn't figure him out at all, and I think that. Ravens are going to get beat out the Saints in a high-scoring battle in the Super Bowl. I think
1: it's going to be a very good Super Bowl. That's uh, fair enough there, Elliot and uh, Zach. So both of you have Ravens and the Saints. All right, let me run through Let me run through, through you how the playoffs are going to play out. This is how they're going to play out, all right? We'll start on the AFC side. The 4-5 matchup between the Ravens and the Bills in Baltimore should be a really interesting game. Um, I like Lamar Jackson and the Ravens to get their first playoff win in this game. Bengals and Titans, somehow the Bengals are in the playoffs. I don't think they're gonna win this game, quite honestly. I got the Titans winning that 7 2 matchup 35-24 in Nashville. Um the Steelers and the Patriots. Um it's interesting how this this matchup in the playoffs between the two teams, if it happens, will be the first time, I think ever, that they will not have played in the regular season prior to the postseason. Uh but in the playoffs, I trust Bill Belichick a whole lot. Give me the Patriots. Um So moving on to the divisional round, Ravens and Chiefs, can you all hear me? Yeah. Okay, Ravens and Chiefs, great matchup, finally get to see it in the playoffs, wish we could have seen it in the AFC Championship game last year, it's in Kansas City, I can't can't take the Ravens there, I think it'll be a really good game, shootout game in Kansas City, but in the end, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback, excuse me, in the NFL, and by the way, um, I have the Ravens beating the Chiefs in the regular season. The Chiefs will not let that happen twice. Sorry, in the postseason. Chiefs get the win there. The other divisional round matchup, how about this? Patriots at Titans. Juicy matchup in Nashville. New England gets their revenge over Tennessee. So that leaves me with the AFC Championship game for the second time in three years. New England at Kansas City. Great game last uh, two years ago between the two teams. Guess what? Kansas City will get the job done. This year, once again, get back to the Super Bowl. Now, all of a sudden, Andy Reid is in back-to-back Super Bowls with Kansas City, after always being dubbed the coach who couldn't win the big one. That's the AFC side. On the NFC side, we'll start with a seven-two matchup: Philadelphia-Tampa Bay. I don't see any way Philadelphia goes down and beats Tampa Bay. Doug Peterson does, has coached against Brady before and has had success on the biggest stage. Won't happen this year. Tampa Bay gets the win. Dallas and Chicago. I'm sorry, Dallas and Seattle. Zach, I disagree with you. I will take Dallas in that playoff matchup. Uh, In Dallas, I I somehow think Dallas will find a way to win one playoff game. Moving on, Saints at the Bears. The Bears are 12-4. Zach, I know I got some ire from you there. I don't think the Bears are winning the playoff game. The Saints will go on the road to Chicago, exercise their demons of not being able to win a real playoff game or win a playoff game in cold weather. The Saints will find a way to get the job done and go to the divisional round. Uh, Divisional round playoff matchups. Now, um, Tampa Bay and Dallas. Um, Anytime Brady goes up against the Cowboys, take Brady, please. Okay, Tampa Bay wins that game there. Saints and 49ers, great, great playoff matchup. I wish we could have seen it last year on the NFC side. This year we do, but it's going to go the Saints way. They will find a way to win another playoff game on the road in san francisco to bring the nfc championship game uh to tampa bay saints buccaneers tampa bay wins they stay home for super bowl 55 they'll stay home but not as nfc champions the saints will win on the road in the nfc championship game in my opinion to set up a highly anticipated super bowl 55 matchup between kansas city and new orleans this may be drew Brees' last game if it is guess what they're winning i am picking the saints To win Super Bowl 55 over the Kansas City Chiefs. Alex, I have one one question. I have one quarrel with that. Okay. You have the Bears winning 12
2: football games and then completely disregarding the fact that they're in the playoffs. I mean, you just said, yeah, they're not winning the playoff game. You have them winning.
1: Well, okay. I mean, the reason why is, I mean, sometimes it's just a matter of who you draw in the playoffs. And like I said, the NFC North, I think is, I think is one of the weakest divisions in football. The Bears are gonna, the Bears are gonna win that division almost by default. I feel like. And then the Saints coming from the NFC South, we know what the Saints are. I mean, they're a much more talented team than the Bears. The Bears will be in the playoffs, but I don't see them winning a playoff game. I mean, that's like how, um, who has the Browns in the playoffs? I think Zach, you have the Browns in the playoffs. I have the Okay, I mean, you, you're you like, well, they're playing the Ravens. I can't pick them, so it's kind of that. that's kind of how I look at it.
2: Yeah, but it's not like the Browns because you have them winning 12 games. I mean, 12 and 4 is one of the best. Rec- I mean, that's a 2 seed, isn't
1: it? Uh, In my predictions, it's a 3 seed. All
0: right, well, I respect it. We'll see how, All right. how it plays out.
1: All right, so now what we're going to do, I'll take over this segment, if you don't mind, Zach, because this normally is on sports any way you want it. Uh, That will not air on Thursday this week, but it will air next week. Time now for Zach. This is something you and I look forward to every week, and that is our two-minute drill where we go through every single week one, every single game on the docket for the upcoming week in the NFL. We tell you who we think is going to win, and we tell you what the exact score will be. So if you don't mind, gentlemen, I'll lead us off. Someone fire up that timer, two minutes. I got these picks all written out, and they're good picks, might I add. Someone someone starting that timer, tell me when to go.
0: Go right
1: now. All right, kicking things off, the 2020 NFL season, Thursday Night Football, Houston at Kansas City. Guess what? Kansas City's got way too much firepower. Yeah, there'll be some money thrown around the football field. Two of the richest men in the league. Kansas City, though, blows out Houston 48-27. Seattle at Atlanta. Uh, The Seahawks last year won five games out of five on the East Coast in the regular season and then won a playoff game on the East Coast. They'll do the same thing here, 28-20. Jets-Bills. The Jets stink. Buffalo will win this game 26-17. The only reason why it will be close is because it's a division game. Chicago at Detroit. I, I'll i take the Bears in this one 23-17. Green Bay and Minnesota. I'm not high on Green Bay at all. This game being played in Minnesota will go the Vikings way 31-20. Miami and New England, they're called the New England Patriots, and there might be a new era in New England Patriots football, but as my friends Aerosmith would say, it's the same old song and dance. The headline will be that. Patriots win 28-20. Philadelphia and Washington plays Eagles 33-17. Vegas and Carolina. I like this matchup a lot. I think it's two teams that are kind of similar, two teams we're not really talking about, but I'll take the Panthers at home, 27-24. Colts, Jaguars, please. Colts, 28-17. Cleveland and Baltimore, I'll take the Ravens, 30-21. Chargers, Bengals, toughest game of the week for me to pick, but I'm going with the Chargers on the road here in Cincinnati, 27-24. Buccaneers, Saints, game of the week. This is going to be a heck of a game. I'll take the Saints in a shootout, 38-31. Cardinals, 49ers. Cardinals, like we said, they've played the 49ers tough. Uh, they played them tough last year, two games. I'll take the Niners, though, at home, 33-24. Sunday Night Football, Cowboys, Rams. Uh, I'll take the Rams and their uh, SoFi Stadium home opener, 31-28. Monday Night Football, Game 1, Steelers and the, and the Giants. I think the Giants keep this close, but in the end, Ben Roethlisberger will be pro- proved to be too much. Again, they'll pull away in the fourth quarter, Steelers 31, Giants 20. And then Monday Night Football Game 2, Titans and the Broncos. Upset pick of the week. Yeehaw. Broncos 24 to 21 over the Titans. Wow.
0: And the Yeehaw debut. Uh two minutes, five seconds there, Alex. Nice work. Uh, Chris Berman will be proud. Uh, nice job. Nice job there. Thank you. Alright, I can go real quick. Uh, I will do uh, I'll do my best. Uh, I'll try and do it under uh, one minute if I can. All right. Maybe 90
1: All right, Zach. Um, Z- Zach, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Two minutes starting now.
0: Game Seattle that holds on though 20 to 17. They hold on to win, they'll hold off the Falcons. New York, Buffalo. This game won't be close 27 17. I'll take Buffalo. Chicago, Detroit. Your Bears are gonna win one, eh? 17 uh, 14. Terrible game, but nice work. Green Bay, Minnesota. I guess I like Minnesota 24 21. They pull it out. Miami at New England. New England wins. No no real questions there. 28 17. I'll handle them. Washington. Washington loses twenty-seven to three. Uh, Vegas Raiders at Carolina. I'll take Vegas. Upset pick twenty-four to sixteen. There. Indy. Jacksonville. It's all. It's all Indy. Thirty-one thirteen. Pretty easily. Baltimore. Cleveland. I like Baltimore to control this. Twenty-seven fourteen. There. Uh, Chargers. Bengals. Um, sorry. I'm going with the Chargers. Uh, on the road. They'll get the win. Twenty-one to uh, seventeen. Uh, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, a lot of points in this one. I expect a shootout, 34-30, New Orleans prevails. Arizona, San Francisco, this will be close, so it's going to come down to the wire. San Francisco holds off, pesky Arizona, 28-27. Dallas at the Rams. I'm actually going to pick the Rams to win this game, in the, the first game. Uh, 27-20, Rams hold off, uh, Dallas. Pittsburgh at the Giants, I like Pittsburgh uh 23 to to 10 to win that one and then tennessee denver tennessee goes on the road to be denver 20, 24
1: to 13. all right zach you did that in less than one minute and 50 seconds
0: damn i was trying to go for a minute
1: now you, you were you you were almost there but not quite
0: 50 seconds short. Sure.
1: all right Elliot, you ready
2: yeah, I'm ready. I, I got
1: you both beat. Yeah, whatever. Uh, two minutes starting now. Uh-huh.
2: Chiefs, Bills, Vikings, Eagles, Colts, yeah. Raiders. <laughs> Raiders uh, Bears, Lions, no comment. Uh, Seahawks, Patriots, uh, Chargers beat the Bengals thirty to nothing. Forty uh, niners beat the Cardinals barely. Saints, uh, Cowboys thrash the Rams forty-two to seven. Steelers, Giants, give me the Steelers, Titans, Broncos, I will
1: take that Tennessee Titans. Um we're, we're gonna have to disqualify you there, Elliot, because you didn't mention the exact score. Oh. Well. Yeah, y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Come prepared next time, CC. Elliot, you're still you're still a newbie to, to uh to working with me and Zach here on the two minute drill. Yeah, I got I
2: gotta work on it. So I say, I how, much, how, how much time was that, though?
1: 10 seconds? Uh, that was about 40 seconds.
2: 40 seconds, though? Ooh, I gotta get that down. <laughs> 10, 10, 10, 10. <laughs> I gotta, my goal is to cut it to about 16 seconds. <laughs> One second every... One second per,
1: per game. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah, that was great.
1: All right, and uh, I think that concludes today's show.
0: I really think it does, and, and I'm excited for football to be back. Um, I thought we had some. I thought it was a great show. I thought uh, there were some great takes. There were some not so great takes. Um, first of all, the Bengals winning ten games. Uh, or is it eleven games? Or
1: 10 eleven. Games? Oh my god. The, 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 the,
0: can we talk about this real quick? And you don't, you have them winning 11? You don't have them winning this game of all games? I feel like this is like one of the winnable
1: games. I'll tell you, exa- I'll tell you exactly how I have the season shaking out, it's like I have them losing their first two games, and then I think they, and then I think they start, they go on the road, they get their, they what? get, they get the wheels on the track at Philadelphia, win that game, steamroll, what? steamroll, I, here's the five games I have them losing. Their first two at Baltimore. Uh, at Pittsburgh and at home against Dallas.
0: Him starting 0 two and then finishing eleven three down the stretch. Correct. Wow. Wow. Okay. You know what? We're pa- hopefully you know what Alex? I like the uh I like the optimism. Uh, I'm just I'm afraid for you getting just getting sucked in. Um, I feel bad for you. I
1: think, I, I, I think we both did last year after the Seattle game, and then the San Francisco game kind of brought us back down to reality. That
0: was humbling. That was humbling. But yeah, look, the NFL, there's a lot of parody, except for the Bengals <laughs> who are going to let you down no matter what. But yeah, give or take 10 games, and you'll be close. Alright, it'll be close. Good show, boys. One show. Thanks for thanks for coming, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thank you. And we are live with the faircast NFL weekly show. It's week one. Football is back. Uh, I'm Zach Freeze. I'm joined alongside, and alongside, I guess, remotely. Uh, virtually uh, Elliot Rearing and uh, Alex Frank and we got a lot of ground to cover in an hour we're going to be breaking down the uh, the NFL um, division playoffs and all that stuff so uh, boys uh, we made it week, uh, week one here. couple days of football
1: season two days away I got Patrick Mahomes on my fantasy team he's going to light it up Thursday night it's uh you know with all the uncertainty that's been in the world the last few months Zach there's some uh normalcy coming this week with the NFL season set to kick off Thursday night in Kansas City.
2: That is until it gets cancelled in week 4 but I agree.
1: Way to, way, way to always be the pessimistic one Elliot. You got it.
0: Well, nonetheless, we'll still we, at least, we always have weeks, weeks 1 through 4 um, I guess. Um, but let's not waste any time we've got we got a lot to get to. Uh, we will uh, go division by division. We will start in the AFC with the AFC North. Um, it, it's going to be interesting. Alex, you want to you want to start? What's your predictions?
1: No, I'll start with my predictions here with the AFC North. Obviously, we'll start uh, with the Bengals, us being in Cincinnati. The AFC North this year, I don't think it's going to be a runaway division like it was last year. Keep in mind, the Baltimore Ravens won the AFC North by six games six games excuse me and in the nfl that's a large difference i don't think you're going to see that this year when i look at the afc north i think it's going to be a competitive division i think all four teams have a shot of at least contending for a playoff berth yes i'm yes i'm including the bengals in all those four teams but in the end the way it shook out for me is i got the baltimore ravens winning the winning the afc north now The thing about the Ravens is, and this is one of my top seven storylines coming into the season, and that is the Ravens' follow-up campaign to, uh, particularly Lamar Jackson, his follow-up campaign to last year's MVP season. Teams now have had a full-off season to watch every single snap that Lamar Jackson took last year on the football field. They have tape on him, they have a year's worth of games, they now have a way Hopefully to find a way to slow them down, and I think about the Ravens' schedule, Zach and Elliot. Think about this: they have road games at Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Indianapolis, New England, and Houston. That's a tough slate right there. But in the end, the way it shook out for me, I have the Ravens winning the division at eleven and five. Now here's what now here's what's shocking: I have two other teams at eleven and five. The only reason why the Ravens have the uh, upper hand is. Well, they have the same division record as the Steelers so I'm gonna take that they have uh, the next tiebreaker so the Steelers I have them at 11 and five and then surprisingly and I really I, I really believe this and I know you two are about to run through a brick wall you're gonna set the city on fire the world on fire but I have the Bengals at 11 and five in the playoffs as, a, as the seven seed that's seven seed. The third wild card team in each conference, it opens the door for so many teams that were close last year that, and even teams who were close last year but got better in the offseason thanks to free agency. So I have the Ravens at 11-5 as the fourth seed, the Steelers, you know, Ben Roethlisberger coming back. I don't think that's getting talked about a whole lot, but at the end of the day, Ben Roethlisberger is one of the top ten quarterbacks in the NFL when healthy and on the top of his game. He's one of the best quarterbacks of all time statistically, and he he makes the he is a huge reason why the Steelers' offense, if not the reason why the Steelers' offense, has been one of the better ones in the NFL, excluding last year, for the last really six years. And then with the Bengals, I I really think it's the Joe Burrow effect that's going to put this team. Back into contention, and I think too, because when you look at Joe Burrow last year at LSU, seven wins against AP top ten teams. That just you know that doesn't just happen for you know no reason. Joe Burrow is a big game quarterback, and he's one of the most hyped up quarterbacks. This is something that Justin Cashman and I talked about in our Bengals preview show last night. He's one of the most hyped up quarterbacks coming out of college since Andrew Luck. What did Andrew Luck do his rookie season? He led the Colts to an eleven and five record and a playoff berth. I think Joe Burrow will do the same with the Bengals. The Browns, I know they have a lot of hype and attention coming into the season once again this year, like last year. I think they're better. I don't think they're quite a playoff team yet because I think their defense has some holes. I think their offense is good, but I think it's still flawed, and that's why I have them at 8-8. Eight and eight. Uh, But what gets the Browns is a 1-5 record in the AFC North. So that's my standings AFC North. Ravens at Steelers and Bengals 11-5, and five. Browns at 8-8. Eight and eight.
2: I mean, how, how much do we want to bet on that? I'll bet my entire college tuition. Anybody? No, no, no thanks. I'm not. Anybody want to take that one? No. I,
1: I'm, not a, I'm not a betting man, but I'm just confident that the Bengals can, can win 11 games. I would go to Las Vegas tonight, and
2: I would put $100,000 that the Bengals have a somewhat rebuilt roster they did my Brown actually had a decent offseason for the first time ever uh they got some good defensive pieces we do have some injuries to look look out for but the positive getting
1: some weird call here i don't know what you guys hear me i hear you, yeah. I, hear you. I,
0: don't,
2: I don't know what that was about um we are playing, to Alex's credit, we are playing a division that is winnable. Um, we're playing the NFC East. I think that can be a winnable division when it comes, not winnable, It's a when it comes to us, we're going to lose the Cowboys, we're going to lose the Eagles, but the Giants and the Redskins are teams that we can beat. Uh, we're also playing the AFC West. Right, or just the Chargers, sorry. It's the AFC South. AFC South, sorry, yes, thank you. Uh, in the AFC South, pretty much every team in that division is beatable. So to Alice's credit, um, there is a chance. There is a, there is a remote chance in the farthest realm of the earth that the Bengals do win 11 games because our outside the division opponents are beatable. Uh, now, we are talking about the AFC North. We are talking about inside the division. I agree with Alex 100% that the Ravens are going to have 11 wins. I also agree with Alex that the Steelers are kind of a forgotten team. Uh, I don't buy all the hype that's being surrounded about about them right now. Um, but I do think that they have a very strong ability to make the postseason. They do put one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, um, a Hall of Famer, Ben Roethlisberger. Um, so I, I do think there's going to be some... Uh, some playoff chances for the AFC North that a lot of other divisions are going to get. I could see three teams getting there. But, anyway, Steelers, I have winning 10 games. They're 10-6. The Ravens are 11-5. I have the Browns. I remember last year when we were talking about Browns Super Bowl. Remember that, guys? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, that that was in the Galaxy far, far away.
2: That was in the Galaxy far, far away. This... This Browns team is depleted. Uh, I think they're going to win eight games. They're a 500 team, in every sense of the word. And I have the Bengals uh, being horrible because that's what the Bengals are, they're horrible. They're the worst franchise in NFL history. They're arguably one of the worst franchises in sports history. And th- this is what we have to deal with as Cincinnati fans. so everybody gets prepared for a six-win season. And I think six is relatively high. Uh, the over-under for the wins, in Vegas is 5.5 right now. Uh, I would take the over because I do think the Bengals have some more talent than they did last season and they are playing uh, more beatable teams, but this is a team that's not going to make the playoffs. This is a team that's going to maybe be competitive for the first few weeks and then kind of fizzle out. But that's how the AFC North looks for me. I have the Ravens 11-5, 10-6 Steelers, 8-8 Browns, and I have the 6-11 or, sorry, six and ten uh, Bengals. Wow. Well,
0: um. I I kind of I'm pretty much almost exactly with Elliot on the in terms of the standings. There I am, just a little off in the win totals. I think the Ravens are the class of the division. I think they're going to win the division. Um, I ran through every game of the NFL season. I picked, you know, the winner of each of each game. That's how I determined this, um, and this is just the way it came out for me. The Ravens are 12 and four. I had Pittsburgh at 11 and five. I think Elliot brings up a good point. I, I think people forget about how good that defense is going to be with Watt, Hayward, and uh, Mike Fitzpatrick. Like how good they are defensively. Um, and you have a big I think that obviously helps when you don't have a guy named Duck Hodges uh playing quarterback. Don't uh, it's my guy Duck. Duck I, had a great year. Okay. He you know what? He, they had a shot, I guess. They had a shot at a playoff spot. Um and then you guys won't like this, but I've got it, the way this shook out, Cleveland ended up making the playoffs. Uh, I had them at nine and seven, I think. Um I really don't want them to be in the playoffs. I don't you know, I, I didn't really want them to be in the playoffs, but that's just kind of how it shook out. Um, I still think there's talent there. I think uh, they'll get off to a better. They, they got off to such a bad start last year. I think they'll get off to a better start this year. I, I'm still not totally impressed with with this Browns team. Um, you know, Odell Beckham is a is a solid number two receiver, uh, and Jarvis Landry looks like the number one right now. Um, which is unbelievable, by the way. Yeah, um, that's what I, I... I just think Odell really... Um, I think he's locked in at that number two spot. Uh, and then you look at the Bengals who... Yeah, they got better. And yeah, they did this. They, they got a new quarterback. But I think there's going to be growing pains there. Um, you know, there's there's a rookie left tackle. And, and the, the defense, I think, is better. But they lost Trey Waynes. That's a loss in the secondary. And... Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll always worry about the offensive line, so I got him with five and eleven. That's. I think it, I could have been swayed, maybe six and ten there, but I would stay away from the total. I just I don't think it's worth. I, I think the Bengals are either going to win five or six games. I think it's just too close to call.
1: Two things, Zach. That so anyway, you. Oh, sorry, I'm going to yeah. cut you off. You, you good? Go ahead. Yo, go ahead, Alex. I just two things, Zach. That you mentioned, and Ellie, you mentioned something as well. You mentioned, Zach, the Browns and the terrible start they got off to last year, 2-6. and six. Let's not forget that the Browns' schedule last year in the first half of the season was ridiculously difficult. I, 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 said it, I said it multiple times, Zach, on our show, that the NFL did the Browns a very big disservice. You look at their schedule to start the season this year. Obviously, going to Baltimore week one is not going to be easy. The Bengals on Thursday Night Football, I think, will be a win for them. Uh, they host Washington. That's a win. They go to Dallas, Indianapolis, at Pittsburgh, at the Bengals, Las Vegas. So there's some difficult games there at Dallas, Indianapolis. Uh, but there's also some very winnable games. The Bengals, uh, Washington, excuse me, uh, the road game at the Bengals in Las Vegas. It's not inconceivable to me, excuse me, that they can start uh, maybe 4-4 four and four and put themselves in a better position to make a run at the playoffs. And then, Zach Elliott, you mentioned the Steelers kind of being that forgotten team, that defense, look, I mean, Devlin Hodges, Zach, you can say what you want about him. The Steelers were were in the sixth seed in the playoffs up until the last two weeks of the season. In fact, at one point, I think they were in the fifth spot in the playoffs. That's how good the defense was, and the defense was winning them all those games. So... Um, we all have the Ravens winning the division. I have the Steelers and the Bengals in the playoffs as well. Zach, um, you have the Browns and the Ravens. Elliott, you have the Ravens in the playoffs. Anybody else from the AFC North? Yeah, I have the Steelers. Okay, so we each have two teams in the AFC North.
0: Out. It feels like it's kind of an open division.
2: Yeah, I have a completely empty um, air. And the surprise, the surprising thing I'm going to have uh, coming out of this division is that there's only going to be one playoff. I don't think this is going to be a, a, a division loaded with 10, 9 win teams. I think this is a struggling division. Um, and I'll be, I'll be curious to see how the Texans fare. Uh, so I'll we'll start yeah, the Houston Texans have obviously lost their best offensive piece not counting Deshaun Watson um, and, and they have a decently tough schedule. It's not you know, it's not the hardest. They do play the uh, Lions. They play the Bears um, They have to play the Patriots who are kind of depleted uh, And, and it, they play the Packers the Vikings. So I, I think it's gonna be a, probably a 500 season um, for Bill O'Brien, I think that's how it's going to work. Um, but we can go down down the uh, down the list here, and I'll go down to the Indianapolis Colts. A lot of teams are high on the Colts. I don't understand it. They've got a pretty pretty damn good defense, uh, but other than that, you know, Phil Rivers is a hundred years old. I don't I don't trust Phil Rivers at all. I think he's going to have some good plays with Ty Hilton. I think it's going to be a lot of down the field long balls. Um, they've got a talented backfield now, Jonathan Taylor. So, uh, you know, and Marlon Mack is on the team. Listen, they're the starter at this point. I, I'm seeing about a 9 with the team, uh, eighty 88. Also, I don't know, it's kind of tough. But anyway, I'm going to my pick of the AFC South. It is the Tennessee Titans. Uh, they have an unstoppable run offense, and that's, what's gonna, that's what it's going to be. It's a lot of low-scoring games, and it's a lot of uh, pound the clock. You're going to milk the clock. Tannehill proved to be a serviceable quarterback last season. I, I, I think it's going to be the Titans, the division to lose. I think they can certainly lose it, but I'm going to have the Titans winning the division at 10-6. I, I, think, I think that offense is too, too good, in my opinion. And finally, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. And that was
1: talking Yeah. Zach, let me ask you a question before I start with my thoughts on the AFC South. How many times last year on our show did you say, I can't figure this Titans team out? Well, guess what? I can certainly figure them out for you this year because they're winning the AFC South. I agree with you, Elliot. Zach, you mentioned there's a lot of uncertainty within this division, and there is. But one thing I am certain about is the Tennessee Titans are the best team in this division. I think they're a Super Bowl contender, especially after signing Jadavion Clowney. I know he's a bit, he's underachieved a lot throughout his career, but at the end of the day, it's that offense that Elliott mentioned with Derrick Henry. I think Ryan Tannehill's a better quarterback than people give him credit for. I think he can be the reason why the Titans win some games this year. I think their offensive line is tremendous. I think their defense is really good. I think Mike Vrabel's a very good head coach that does not get talked about enough. I think the Titans run away with this division late at 12-4. and four. Houston's interesting to me. I think Deshaun, Watson's, Deshaun Watson is still a savage. But the one thing that, is, that Deshaun Watson has always had throughout his career, not just with the Texans, but also at Clemson, sorry for that, um, is a great receiving core. He still kind of does with uh, Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks coming over from the Rams. But at the end of the day... Without DeAndre Hopkins, I think this team is just another team in the division, and it, quite frankly, in the NFL. I got them at 9-7. and seven. The Colts, um, I can't figure this team out. Last year, they, last year they were 5-2 and two through seven games with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. This year, Phillip Rivers, not really totally sold on that signing. I think the Colts can be competitive. I think their offensive line is really solid. I think they have a strong running game. I think their defense is good, but I don't think they have enough... Firepower on offense to compete with the Titans. I can't believe I'm saying that. Uh, I got them at seven and nine. The Jaguars. I mean, they they're going to be the number. They're going to be picking first overall next year. They're going to take Trevor Lawrence. Sorry, Gardner Minshew. Minshew Mania is going to be a, a two-year, one two-year hit wonder. Uh, they're two and fourteen. Zach, go ahead.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, well, he played under him, so does that does that count as such?
2: Yeah, well, even if he's not, you know, Alex brings up a very good point with him. He is going to go down as one of the most underrated coaches in the NFL, uh, especially the last few years. Uh, I mean, what he did with that team, it's it, just that style of offense, man. We don't see that style of offense anymore. That's 1970s offense. So, you know, I, I'm excited for the Tennessee Titans. I just want
1: to cut of saying underrated I completely agree with that I mean you did beat Belichick in the playoffs that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good enough in my book absolutely so so why not make it 3 for 3
0: uh, Tennessee I had them winning the division. Uh 11 and 5 I feel like there's nothing flashy there's nothing that's like sexy about this team but uh, Derrick Henry round and Pound um, Ryan Tannehill I guess we'll get the job done I'm not like on the Ryan Tannehill train, but uh, Adrian Brown's a great receiver. And I like their defense a lot. Uh, Kevin Byers is a great safety. Kenny Vaccaro is a good safety. Um, and they just, like Alex mentioned, they got Jadavian Clowney, which I think is going to be a game-changing move for them. Right? I think it's going to be uh, uh, great, uh, a great move for, for Tennessee. He should uh, fit in well there. Um, so I like Tennessee to win the division. Um, again, I didn't like this, the way this turned out, but I uh, ended up with another playoff team, and that's uh, the Texans. I uh, had them at 9-7. Whoa. Because I just think, again, uh, Deshaun Watson's great. Um, I can't really, um, can't really hide the fact that I've ripped on Bill O'Brien for a long time, but I think there's enough there where you have – uh, Deshaun Watson can kind of carry the load for a while I mean they started I think uh, with a 0-3 last year um I still think their offense is, is capable Will Fuller uh, if he's healthy which is I mean, the biggest if of all time um, that guy hasn't been able to stay healthy ever but I mean, he could fill in and be a, a great uh, option for that offense especially as a deep threat um they started uh, two and two last year. I think they'll. I think they're okay. I think defensively, they're still pretty good. Um, they got the band together for the most part. Um, and then I got the Colts. I'm with you. I'm with you guys. I'm not sold on Indianapolis. Mainly because I'm just not sold that Philip Rivers is good anymore. I don't think he's very good. Um, sure, they've got some nice pieces um, on offense. They got Jonathan Taylor, as Elliot said. They got. If T.Y., T.Y. is going to have to stay healthy, though, and, um, the offensive line's great. Uh, I'm just, I'm not buying this Phillip Rivers-led team. I think they win about eight games, although I will say their schedule's pretty favorable. Uh, looking back at it now, I think they could really start hot, because they had a favorable schedule, um, the first four weeks or so. Uh, then I got the Jags, and I was talking Jags. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, um, so, yeah, that's that's what I got. I got two more playoff teams coming out of this so. well. And again, real quick, I
2: want to tell you one quick thing. The reason I was shocked about your Texans playoff thing is not because of talent. Because they have talent, believe it or not. They also have David Johnson. Say what you want about him. Uh, but he's a great running back in his prime. So, not, I'm not saying he's in his prime now. I'm saying he was in his prime. Uh, and he's still talented. My thing is, I'm concerned with the relationship between O'Brien and Deshaun Watson. Uh, yeah. What the, I mean, what is going on? Why did he trade their best wide receiver? Did he want
1: to lose him? I don't know. That's because because DeAndre Hopkins and Bill O'Brien never saw eye to eye. I don't think there's an issue between O'Brien and, De, and Deshaun Watson. I mean, Deshaun Watson just got paid $160 million. You're going to say that there's an issue with those two? I haven't heard anything that makes me think that there is. It was Hopkins that had issues with Bill O'Brien. Now, that doesn't mean you trade away one of the best Three wide receivers potentially in the National Football League. Um, that move was that move was egregious. It was terrible. But I don't think Deshaun Watson has an issue with Bill O'Brien. Now this year, if the Texans start, you know, if they start slow and they never recover, then then we can maybe talk about that.
0: Yeah, um, I, I can kind of carry us through uh, some rocky coaching and some some missteps. Although I will say their schedule to start the year is just brutal. I mean, I think, it's, uh, I, think I think an zero three start is could be in store for them. Maybe not. Maybe they could win one of those. Where they got at Kansas City, the Ravens at home, and then at Pittsburgh. I mean, that's not that's not pleasant. No. Start of season. No, you're you're, to them.
1: you're definitely right.
0: um I guess it's gonna be cam it's gonna be cam's team in new england as of now as far as we know um elliot or, yeah elliot elliot start us again what <laughs> the, the east what, what's what's going to
2: happen in the the East i actually believe it or not i think it's going to be a funded i think it's going to be one of the most fun divisions in football just because of these teams are all kind of wild cards at this point um I do think New England is not going to win the division. I'm going to say that right now. I don't think they're winning it. Buffalo is too talented. They just got Stephon Diggs. Uh, they have Josh Allen, who really picked it up last year. Um, and not to mention, they still have John Brown. They have Singletary. They have the new guy who just got of forget his name. Zach, help me out. Zach Moss. Yeah. Uh, I think their offense is loaded. I think they've got a decent defense. Um, and, and I think they're going to do enough to win that division. I think they're going to win it at 10-6. Now it's the fun part. We go, we go down to the, uh, we we go down to the Patriots. The Patriots. I'm gonna have winning nine games. Uh, I, I think I've heard so many good things on Twitter and in the news about Cam Newton and Bill Belichick that I'm starting to get worried, guys. I'm starting to get worried that these two are gonna have a really good year. Um, Cam Newton's obviously not what he used to be, but I mean this guy's an MVP. You know, you don't just you don't just luck your way into an MVP. Um, I, I think they have a lot of flaws on the offensive side of the ball. They got a decent running back core when they're healthy. Um, Sonny Michelle, I think, is injured. Um, but their wide receivers are well, very iffy. They just got Mohamed Sanu. It's going to be interesting to see what Cam Newton can do. Uh, but I, I, I think I think they're going to have a nine one season. This is Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick doesn't tank. Bill Belichick's not one to throw away a season for a draft pick. Um, I think it's one of his first picks last year was a kicker. You know, he doesn't care about the draft. He wants to win. He wants to be on the field, and he wants to win. Uh, and I think they're going to do that. I think they're going to win nine games. Going down, I believe it is due time. And I think after about three games, the Dolphins will switch over to a Tonga Bailoa. Uh, they will bench Mr. Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick's there as a little guy for him for the first few weeks. And I think they're going to be okay. I think they're going to win seven games. I think they're going to be um, okay. Not good. Uh, I just don't think they're, they're ready to be good. And But that's why they have one of the first picks in the draft this year. And going down, we have the New York Jets. Oh, uh, the mighty have fallen. The Sam Donald pick did not work. Le'Veon Bell is not good. They have no offensive line. Their defense is smelly. They just lost their best safety. Uh, this is a bad team. This is a bad football team. And you're looking probably at a 4-5 win season for the New York Jets. I don't like to say it because I don't mind the Jets. So, you know, I, I think they're okay, but my goodness are they bad. Those are my
1: picks. All right. Gentlemen, get out of calendar. Circle December 28th. Now, why am I not? Alex,
2: Alex, I'm always concerned when you start with gentlemen.
1: All right. All right. Well, let me tell you why. This might be Go ahead, let Mark. me tell you, let, let me tell you why. Monday Night Football, Week 16, one of the biggest games for the Buffalo Bills in the last 25 years at New England. However, Elliot, I disagree with you. I think the Patriots are still going to be the kings in this division, and here's why. Guess who's still on the sidelines wearing the headsets? Bill Belichick. Thank you very much. Until he's gone, the Patriots are at least winning the division. Now. They're not as vulnerable because Brady's not there. But I'm telling you right now, you replace Brady with Cam Newton. That's about as good as you can do. And Elliot brings up a great point with the New England Receiving Corps. Let me take you back to when Cam Newton won MVP in 2015. His leading receiver that year in terms of receptions was Greg Olson at 77. The next closest receiver had 44. His name was Ted Ginn Jr. Fun fact, no wide receiver had even 750 receiving yards. And guess what the Panthers did that year? They went 15-1 and won and went to the Super Bowl. The, the Patriots receivers this year, obviously they're not, very, they're not very good, but at the same time, James White reminds me of Christian McCaffrey with Cam Newton in Carolina because of James White's ability to both run and be a pass-catching threat out of the backfield. You watch. New England's going to take the division at 12-4. and four. That said, I still think Buffalo is immensely talented. I'm now in on Josh Allen, as I said on our fantasy football show. I have seen, I saw enough of him last year to make me think that he is an up-and-coming quarterback in the National Football League. I think the Bills with Stephon Diggs are going to be a little bit better on offense. Their defense is really stinking good. Um, Sean McDermott's done an unbelievable job um, as, a he- as the head coach of the Buffalo Bills led them to a 10-win season last year. They will be 11-5 and this year. Now, the way it shook out for me um, with NFL Playoff Predictor, uh, I got the Dolphins at 4-12 and and the Jets at 2-14. and I do think Miami will be competitive once again, as they were in the second half of the season last year. I'm sorry for that. Um, Tua will start eventually. I would not rush him in. I would start him maybe towards the start of the second half of the season. You have to remember, he had a very severe injury last year. And you can say, well, he's, you know, he's healed, he's throwing and all that. Yeah, that's fine. But at the end of the day, you need to protect your young quarterback. Now, the Jets, I mean, you know, you look at the Jets roster. I mean, who are their receivers? Josh Bellamy, Braxton Berrios, Jamison Crowder, Quincy Nunwa, Josh Malone. Remember him when he played for the Bengals? Rashad Perriman? I think Quincy Nunwa's out, isn't he? I think he is, too. See, who do the Jets have? They lost Robbie, just, in, yeah, they lost Robbie Anderson, sorry. yeah, they lost Robbie Anderson in the offseason. I don't know. I mean, the, the the Jets to me, I think Sam Darnold's got some potential, but at the end of the day, I haven't seen enough from them to make me think that they're even close to being the team that went 6 and 2 down the stretch last year. And by the way, the Jets last year had a lot of hype going into the season. But I'm telling you right now, this Jets team is going to stink. They are going to be flat out awful. 2 and 14 Patriots are my three seed. Bills are my five seed. Zach, you're up. Yeah, I think
0: it's never when, when you, when anyone predicts the Jets to be good, I feel like they have to have, they have to be taken to a mental hospital because <laughs> um, the only time they're good, like, it's just like, it's the Jets are never, you never expect them to be good, right? I guess maybe in 2010, when they, after they made the NFC championship game, but it just, the Jets are a punchline, and I'll, I'll get to that, I guess. Gosh, make me sick. Uh, I got Buffalo winning the division. Uh may or may not have placed a wager on that, so hopefully that works out. Mm. Uh, Josh Allen is a is a good quarterback. Uh, I was wrong about Josh Allen. I think he's good enough in this league to win games um, as a, as your starting quarterback. I think he's kind of got to do it with smoke and mirrors. It's not pretty. It's not you know. He's not like a like the the picture perfect quarterback he kind of has to, to, uh, add limit time. Like, eh, I gotta run for I gotta scramble around for 30 yards and figure this out. Um, uh, but I think he's, I think he's good enough. And, and I like this Buffalo team a lot. Uh, they added digs. Um, they're going to be, uh, I, I think they've come a long way in, in just two years. I think, um, you look at what they've got up front. You got a guy like Jerry Hughes is, is a guy who, uh, is a veteran up there at Oliver, uh, a great player first round pick last year their secondary is as good as anybody's I think Tredavious White just got paid and Micah Hyde is a great safety so I like Buffalo a lot I think they won the division when we get to New England I think there's going to be a fall off I just think it'd be hard for me it's hard for me to think that there won't be some sort of drop off because last year we saw the cracks and I know maybe some of that was on Tom Brady He wasn't that good last year to be honest with you um, but they just were not a good offensive team, and I think that speaks to kind of the personnel. Brady fell off. I don't think Cam Newton's very good. I think he's okay. Um, their receiving core is, is pretty weak. They got goals, but um, I'm not I'm not sold on the New England offense at all. And it was bad last year with Tom Brady. I don't see it being all that much better with Cam Newton. Uh, defensively, and we didn't even talk about this, but they had multiple guys opt out. They were so good defensively last year, but they don't have Patrick Chung this year. They don't have Tower this year. Those are losses. I mean, they had, like, seven guys opt out. Um, maybe that's just, like, Belichick's master plan, and he's laughing at us. And didn't even want those guys here and there anyway. Uh, wouldn't shock me. I got them at 9-7, and seven, and, of course, that gets them into the playoffs. So, uh, but I think it's a drop-off. Not winning the division for them is kind of a, a, a surprise, to be honest. Uh, Dolphins, I kind of did that dirty. I got them at four and twelve, but I think they could win eighty-six games, to be honest with you. Uh, I think they're improving. I think they did some great things under Brian Flores last year. Yeah, Flores is his name. I was guessing Flores. Um, but no, I, I like that team. I like the direction they're going in. I'm not ready to say they're going to compete. But they've got pieces, I mean, they, they got better this year, um, they spent free agency, and, and they've got, they're, get, they're getting, they're not there yet, I have them four. unfortunately I have them at 4-12, which I don't like, but that is what it is, and I got the Jets at 5-11, it's just like, how, ah, again, how do I like pick the Jets to do well, uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, I think there are, there, there are some good players on that defense, um, but at the same time, um, I can't, I think they did well in the Jamal Adams trade, but I, how do I trust this Jets team? I mean, they're just never any good, like, they're not going to be any good. Like, that's like a gift. You know, Alex is sitting here talking about the Bengals are going to win a last season. yada out of I could see the Bengals winning nine games in a, in a very distant universe, and I squint hard enough. The Bengals, yeah, okay. I don't see this Jets team winning more than six games. I think that's their their peak
2: We'll see. Uh, that's
1: what I think. So I got the Bills and the Pats making the playoffs. And that's a I, I have one more thing real quick. You guys ready? Hear it. We got a little disconnected there from uh, Zach and Elliot. So we'll uh, pick back up here. Uh, here on the NFL preview show. Elliot. Hold on. What are you you trying? I I don't know what Elliot's trying to do here. This is uh, Zach. Are you there? We'll get Zach Fries back on. We're on the uh, AFC East. Elliot was uh, trying to get uh, to something there. Well, I I believe what happened. I'm not sure. Somebody accidentally hung up. It was not me. Uh, we got just under 23 minutes on this recording, so we're probably going to have to run into a second recording here because Anchor only allows 60 minutes. We'll, we'll, do a,
0: we'll do an NFC, too. All right, we'll, we'll get
1: to the NFC. Okay, so uh, what are we on, the AFC West now? Yeah, i
2: Less. Zach, I want you to go first because
0: I'll, I'll card go card. first. Yeah, you will go first. Um, this, again, I wasn't happy about how this shaked out, to be honest with you. I keep saying that, but it's just like, when you when you pick every game, you, it's just like, it's weird. Um, things don't really shake out how you want them to, but Kansas City, I think, I mean, if they don't win the division, I'll swim across the Ohio River. Um, <laughs> I mean, I just, let's just be honest there. They're, they're, they're going to win it a big I got to uh, okay, unless Mahomes gets injured. All right, how about that? 13-3, uh, um, I don't know what else you can say. They're, they're probably the best team in the league, to be honest with you. Um, so I got, I, I don't think much needs to be said there. Um well, I don't so a, a tank, I'll say that. Um, outside of that, I think this is kind of boring. I don't think there's anybody that's all that great. Uh, the Chargers are fine, but Tyrod Taylor is their quarterback. So I like their defense. I like Eckler, but I don't know. I see an eight and eight team. Uh, I just kind of I smell an eight and eight club here. Bose uh, is great, but Derwin James being out is kind of hurt. I mean, he's one of the best players in the league. Um,
2: absolutely, uh, game
0: changer, and that hurts when with, with him being out. Um, that might cost him a win or two. Um, but I, look, uh, they could easily make the playoffs. I think they're going to be like game out. Um, but I, I do you trust Tyrod Taylor to win you ten games? I don't. Um, that kind of that's kind of what that boils down to. And I don't think Herbert's going to play this year. So, or, or maybe start at all. So, uh, well, I, I got the Chargers there at second. The team that I wanted to kind of be better, but it didn't break. The schedule didn't break the way I wanted it to for them. I just kind of had some tough games in there uh, with Denver. Um, I think they could be sneaky. Um, if, if Drew Locke is is potentially their guy quarterback. I like him. I like their weapons. They got Shudy. They got uh, they added Melvin Gordon. They've got Cortland Sutton, who uh, according to Alex isn't a top thirty nine receiver in the NFL. Um, defensively, I, I don't know if they've got all that much. Um, I, I think that could be a, a weakness there. You got Jarrell Casey, but uh, Bradley Chubb. But I'm not seeing a lot down Bob Miller. But secondary-wise, I'm a little bit concerned with them. I'm not sure uh, if they're if they're going to be all, all that good defensively. And then again, um, I've got the Raiders at, at 5 and 11. Knock on wood if you're with me. Um, I, I just... Uh, again, this is, this is just a weird, kind of weirdly configured team. Uh, I don't really know what to think. Um, they do have Mad Max Crosby, who's one of my favorite players in, in the NFL. He's great. Uh, but again, I, I can't get a read on the Raiders. I don't, uh, I, I don't hate Derek Carr. Um, I just don't think they're very good. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think this is a great team. Uh, it's just kind of how they stack up. A receiving core is led by, I believe, Hunter Renfro. So take that with, with uh, as you will. Uh, they still have Richie Incognito, which is pretty hilarious, actually. Um, but yeah, the Raiders are the Ring. Uh, They're five wins, five and eleven. Does that sound okay. Sounds good to me. So I get the Chiefs in the playoffs. That's it. rest of the Rest of the division, kind of just like, nah. <laughs> you're cool. That's That's what I got to the to the west.
1: And Zach, I and Zach, I agree with everything you're saying about the AFC West. It's basically Kansas City and then everybody else. Now, remember last year going into division, I was kind of playing around with the Chargers, maybe winning the division, but I don't see that this year. I think, Zach, you hit the nail. You hit the uh nail with the head of the hammer. Derwin James being out. Uh that is a humongous loss for them on the defensive end. Now, I think their defense is still very strong, especially up front with Joey Bosa. And Melvin Ingram. Don't forget the addition of Linval Joseph from Minnesota helps. Um, but and Chris Harris in the secondary coming over from Denver. But at the end of the day, Kansas City's the best team in the AFC West. Clyde Edwards-Elair is going to make everybody look like fools for passing him up in the NFL draft. He was he was the last pick in the first round, but he's he might be the best rookie in the NFL this year. It would not shock me one bit. And Andy Reid has had immense success with running backs like Edwards, Elyer, with Brian Westbrook, LaShawn McCoy, Jamal Charles for a little bit, Damian Williams who opted out um, this year. So there's a great opportunity for e- Edwards Elyer to be a huge impact player. And then Zach, you, you mentioned it. The rest of the AFC West, there's nothing special to either to any one of the other three teams. Denver, to me, has the chance to be a sleeper, maybe playoff contender in the AFC West, but the way it shook out for me is I have them at 5-11, and, and I really don't know why. I liked I like Drew Locke's potential. I think they have some playmakers on offense with Cortland Sutton. Jerry Judy's going to help um, with the receiving court a little bit. I, I, their defense is up front is strong, but don't really know much about them um, towards the back end of the defense. Uh, the Raiders... The Raiders have some talent. I, I'm not, I don't trust their defense, though. John Gruden, I'm not, I don't really know what he's doing. I can't believe I'm saying that because John Gruden's one of the greatest football minds of our generation. But I, I think he's a little over his head coaching the Raiders. It worked out for a little bit last year. They were 6-4, and four, but it ended up catching up to them down the stretch in the season. I got the Chargers at 7-9, and nine, Raiders at 6-10, and 10, and the Broncos at 5-11. and 11. The Chiefs, I mean... Barring something unforeseen, they're going to run away with this division. They're going to be the number one seed in the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. He's the best player in the NFL. He's the most valuable. He's the most valuable player in the NFL. He's one of the best talents that we've seen in a very very long time. And I'm just so thankful to be able to watch him to watch his career unfold. And uh, Thursday night uh, is going to be the first time we see him in any game action since since the Super Bowl. And uh, all is going to feel a little normal in the country. Elliot.
2: Yeah, I agree with Alex pretty much completely. I, I think – I, and I won't spend a whole lot of time on it. It's just a lot of repeats of what you guys said. But and to Alex – one thing that Alex said that I agree with, I think the Denver Broncos have a very exciting roster. I don't think they're a playoff team. I don't think they're ready yet. But I think they got Drew Locke, a decent quarterback. They've got Melvin Gordon now. They have uh, – they have they have Lindsey, Phil so Lindsey. They've got – Uh, Some new wide receiver cores, Portland Sutton. Uh, I mean, it's it's a fun roster. Are they winning nine games? No, but they're fun. And I just wanted to point that out. Uh, Other than that, he's winning the division, and that's about it. Las Vegas, nothing to see there.
1: And uh, Chargers, sorry. They're not going to be good. Don't forget, Elliot, too, that the Broncos also added Jarrell Casey on the defensive line. I can't believe I didn't mention this. Uh, Melvin Gordon as at running back. So they have some talent. On both sides of the ball. And the one thing about the Broncos is, look at their losses last year. Eight points at Oakland, two points at home against Chicago, two points at home against Jacksonville, two points at in, in Indianapolis, four points at Minnesota. Fun fact, they led that game 20 or 23 to nothing uh, in the first half. Denver last year was extremely competitive. They just didn't know how to close out games. If they can do that this year, they can be, like we're saying, a playoff sleeper. So, Zach, I'm just going to say this. We're going to. Um, And this recording, that was the AFC. We'll start a new recording here in a few minutes. And we will go to the NFC, which last year was ridiculously strong. And it will probably be that way again, considering a six-time Super Bowl champion has made his way to that conference.
0: We are back, in studio, Triple B Podcast, basically, not even podcast, show. I'm calling it Triple B's because I'm going to mess up the name if I try and say it, it's got the words Bengals and Breakdown and BearCast in it somehow. I'm Zach Fries with my two knuckleheads here, Alex Frank, uh, with a marvelous shirt, marvelous Cincinnati Bud shirt, and uh, Elliot Rearing's also here boys. uh football's back officially back uh, I'm glad I can
2: be the afterthought
0: yeah you're here I guess um, this is this is uh but no uh this is a, uh, I, I guess our second show the first show we did uh remotely uh we did kind of a little preview but we got a lot of ground to cover and uh we had a we had a nice week of games some some great so we, we the good the bad and the ugly right I mean we had some great some not so great. Steven
1: Koskowski was the ugly? Yeah.
0: Um, he was bad. That was tough. I think he saved his job with a 20-yard field goal. I Wait, guess.
1: my bad. The Browns were the
2: ugly.
0: The Browns were the ugly. They weren't very good either.
2: There were some bad games, but and I think kickers were having an issue too all throughout the league. It wasn't just the Bengals. It wasn't just uh, the Titans. It wasn't just the Browns. It was everybody this week, so... Interesting week of football though. Football is back is the mo- is the most important thing. Football is back. Football is back. And
1: I think with that we felt a sense of normalcy. Um and I and the, the no fans didn't bother me
0: a whole no. lot. No, it felt like a, it really kind of just felt like a normal NFL Sunday. Like I kind of forgot about the fans. You're just kind of so locked into the games. It's like you kind of forget.
2: Um, yeah, I I I personally don't care about the fans to be honest. I, I mean if they're there great, if they're not great, doesn't matter. Um, as long as the product on the field is good, that's all I care about.
1: And I think for the most part on Sunday from the games that I watched, the product
0: was. Yeah I mean there, there was obviously some some sloppiness I think that's to be expected but yeah I thought, I thought from what we saw or from what I saw it was it was solid. I mean it was there was some, there were some good some good games, some good football um, but let's not waste any time. Uh I guess we will start we'll start with the, the hometown team. Uh in typical fashion. They, they 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 lead for most of the game. They look uh, okay. okay. Defense playing well. Big Joe Burrow you know, takes his lumps at times. It was an ugly first half, but had a nice touchdown run. It looked like this they were gonna kind of uh grind out a win. But no. No, we uh we know where that how this one ended uh 1613 late drive burrow marching the Bengals down the field <sighs> there was the controversy with AJ green did he score did he not score but it was they called an offensive pi it was the t- it was the game when he down but offensive pi wipes that away and then we got a th- but no no worries we got a 31 yarder dead center kick to tie right no no Randy Bullock
2: <laughs> Zach, I want an apology. Misses a 31 yarder. Zach, I want an apology. Alex and I both want an apology. I that. don't know. I'm because not because this guy stinks. He hurt his calves. Both. No, he did not hurt his calves. If you watch, no, 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 no. If,
1: if you watch a replay of the kick, he's not. He's not um, hunching over because he hurt his calf. He's hunching over because he knows he missed the kick badly. That's what he's doing. Randy Bullock, Ellie, and I have both tried to tell you, Zach, and, and you're like. Oh, you know, it doesn't make a difference if you have a good NFL kicker on your roster. Yes, it does. We don't have two field goals we, we earlier. We don't have, oh, big deal, it didn't matter. It, sure, it was great then, but it didn't matter at the time where you missed the, the most important one of the game. Okay.
0: I have two issues. It,
1: okay, no, no, no. It, okay, I said this on my blog yesterday. It is not an added bonus to have a good kicker on your roster. It is crucial to have a good kicker on your roster. <clears throat> Justin Tucker. <clears throat> Will Lutz, <clears throat> Jake Elliott. Well, he's not that good, but anyway. J- J-
0: really? He's all right. He's not one of the Randy He's better than Randy Bullock.
1: Let me, let me run through some of the kicks that I can think of off the top of my head that Randy Bullock has missed in his career as a Bengals kicker that has cost this team games. Elliott, to your point oh, last yeah. year, I was overreacting to your point last year you made after week one. I'm certainly not overreacting now because that should never have happened in the wise words of Taylor Twellman. Let's run through Randy Bullock's missed kicks over his career. Last year, week one, 45-yard field goal, missed it against Seattle, one-point loss for the Bengals. 2018, missed a 53-yarder against the Ravens on the road, down three, Bengals end up losing by three. 2018, week three, missed a 50-plus yard against Carolina, the Bengals lose by ten. Had he made the field goal, it would have been a seven-point game, and they would have had a chance at the end of the game to potentially throw a Hail Mary. 2016, Week 16. Missed a game winner at Houston, 43 yards away. Now, the Bengals were out of playoff contention by then, but still, you had an opportunity to win the game, and Randy Bullock could not come through. If you're trying to tell me that Randy Bullock still deserves to be the kicker of this team, I'm sorry, he does not. And also, don't tell me that Randy Bullock is injured, because he sure as hell is not hurt. Randy Bullock knows that he missed that kick, badly it wasn't even close it wasn't scott norwood missing just a little bit to the right in the super bowl in 1991 this was this was missing a kick that went almost as far east as
2: pittsburgh that's how bad the kick was he missed the net and it was less than an extra point i mean he missed the net yeah true and and here's what i have to say randy bullock I call him Fat Randy. Alex doesn't like when I call him that, but, you know, that's what I call him. I'm, you know, somebody who struggles with my weight a little bit. I'm allowed to call him Fat Randy. So, Mr. Fat Randy, here's what I want to say to you. I don't care what you do prior. I know. it's, It's a thankless job. Kicking is just like a bullpen pitcher, like Zach tells me all the time. It's thankless. They only remember your bad kicks. It's true. Unfortunately, this is what I have to say. He has proven not to be clutch. He doesn't make kicks when they matter. Uh, And and that's what we need. By the way, the kick was 31 yards. I mean, if you send me, if you send Alex, if you send Zach, if you send my dog out to kick a 31-yard field goal, I would say there's a 95% chance we all make it, including my dog. So, Fat (laughs) Randy, this is what I have to say to you. I, I thank you for your service. And Zach's got his stats. I know he's going to come in here hot with that.
0: Well, I'm just going to say, we we talk about Fat Randy, and he, he, like you say, and I'm sorry to cut in, but, I mean, he made his last ten kicks of last year, but no, nobody talks about that, and he made the first two of that game. He missed the kick in crunch time, but I don't think that's the one reason they lost. That's my only point. The the Bengals lost the game. The
1: Bengals there are lost, a the, g- of the, Bengals lost the game. No, you're right. It it it's not. I mean, Joe Burrow admitted that they should have had they should have put the Chargers away much earlier in the game. You think about the second quarter and the way that started. They stopped the Chargers on fourth down, and they end up punting the ball away. You're up seven nothing. You just stopped the Chargers on fourth down. I believe that was the false start on Bobby Hart, which I can get into God. why he should not he, he should not ever take sick. the field again.
0: I mean, that he was couldn't it. Couldn't block a chair.
1: No, I mean, I mean, Joey Bosa made him look foolish out there.
0: Twenty-one million dollars for that guy to get my franchise quarterback killed. That's what we're paying that guy.
1: And this isn't. I mean, this is twenty-one not, million dollars. This is not even the blindside. Jonah Williams, by the way, I thought got better as the game went on. That was yeah. fine. Trey Hopkins played well. Michael Jordan, you didn't notice him because he didn't do anything bad. Xavier Suafilo is out this week. Billy Price is going to be starting. That's going to be an interesting. Endeavor to see unfold on Thursday night, but at the end of the day, Zach, you're absolutely right. The Bengals didn't lose this. Yes, ultimately Randy Bullock cost them screwed up. He did, but But this team. You think about. I think about the end of the first half. You have the ball on your own forty-one yard line with one eleven left. No way in heck should you let the Chargers score at all. Forget about it. If you don't score, fine. But no way in hell should you let the Chargers score, and they did.
2: Defense played great, but that was a big. That was a problem. I I think another issue, it's it's kind of a micro issue, but at the same time, with eight minutes left or seven minutes left in the fourth quarter, Alex, there is no excuse not to have one timeout left in that game. You're right. We have three timeouts used in the third and early fourth quarter. I mean, what are we doing? I mean, that's a game Zach Taylor should know. Joe Burrow should know. The offense, the defense should know that it's coming down to a wire. It's been it's been stalemated all game long. It's low scoring. It's gonna come down to a kick. It's gonna come down to one score. You need a timeout when you're driving down the field. And before when Burrow tossed that interception, a timeout would have been big. I mean, this all, all comes back to like having to remanage your team because you don't have the tools to successfully complete a drive. And with under a minute left, you need that timeout.
1: Oh, I, I think you're absolutely right. Now that said, Joe Burrow, I thought with no timeouts on the final drive Correct. Yeah. was it was exceptional. But you are right, Elliot. There's no excuse to not have a timeout. You you were out of timeouts with six twenty-two left in the game. Think about that for a minute. Yeah. Six I think it was six twenty two yep. left in the game. Now, you mentioned the interception. Why are you not running Joe Mixon in that situation? You I, paid you paid him no. forty eight million dollars. Forty eight million dollars and you're not running you're not running Joe Mixon. He had 15 carries prior to a third and two on the drive that yeah. led to Bullock's second field goal. He had four carries the rest of the game, one of which ended, resulted in a fumble. You have to run Joe Mixon. Now, that said, Joe Burrow, when, he was, when the playbook was given to him, I thought did really well. Outside of the interception, yeah. which was egregious, but get that out of the way now. Better have that happen in week one than in week uh, eight against the Titans.
2: No, and I, and I don't blame, by the way, Zach Taylor, I think, because on that specific drive, Joe Mixon was being used a lot to drive down that field. Um, I, You know, Zach Taylor is not at fault for what Joe Burrow did. What Joe Burrow did was unacceptable. He's a rookie. He hasn't had a preseason game. I mean, this is Joe Burrow's first NFL game against competition. I mean, this is the first time guys are coming at him. I, You know, it, and mistakes are going to happen. We're not going to win that game. It's just, I mean, it's it's a rookie game. It would have been nice to win it. It would have been it would have been really nice to win that game, especially as Zach said and how our defense played. But at the end of the day, that's a Joe Burrow mistake uh, that he's going to sleep on. He's going to work on. He's going to know that you can't do that. And I think what happened earlier on, he wasn't getting rid of the ball when he was when uh, Bobby Hart was just letting the letting the every letting the military come at him, <laughs> and, and 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 Joe Burrow wasn't getting the ball away early on the first you know the first half first quarter. It was kind of like a, what are we doing now? Yeah,
1: that 14-yard sack was like, you've got to get rid of the ball. you got to
2: get rid of the ball. And I think that's what he was trying to do when he went down in the fourth quarter on the second-to-last drive. But that's not the way to throw the ball away. You can't just toss it up on a little flick. You know, you gotta you got to be confident. you got to look for a receiver, make sure there's no defenders in the area, and there were a whole lot of defenders in the area. So... To your point, Joe Mixon probably should have had the ball, but Joe Mixon was also coming off several big carries that have driven that drove us down all the way to, I don't know, what the yard it was line the that 25 was. was the
1: 25-yard line. Was it the
2: 25? But in that situation, so,
1: if you run the ball on third and two and you get the first down, you're nearing the end of the third quarter. Yeah. You keep the Chargers' defense on the field. You get them more tired, and you score yeah. a touchdown in that situation. You're up 17-6. I'll give you another play that really, I thought, kind of flipped the momentum a little bit. It was a third and four on the Chargers' touchdown drive Tyrod Taylor's rolling right. Sam Hubbard tries to get him down. Taylor stiff arms him. And the only catch of the game made by Jalen Guyton was on that play, and it kind of took a little bit of momentum away from the Bengals, over to the Chargers. And if Sam Hubbard gets that sack, I think the game might have turned out a little bit differently. But I think, Elliot, to your point about, you know, Joe Burrow, he, he does have to get rid of the he did have to get rid of the ball quicker in the earlier in the first half. And I'm telling you right now, Thursday night when you're playing against Miles Garrett, Larry Ogunjobi, and Sheldon Richardson. And you think about what, quick, what the quick passing game can do. This is something I brought up yesterday with Justin and Preston on our Bengals re, uh, recap show. If you were able to establish your quick passing game against the Browns defense, their linebacking core depleted, their secondary depleted, or just not very good, and then you force the defensive line to have to make plays? Because I'm telling you right now, the Joe Woods and, and the defense, they're probably thinking, oh, look at that offensive line. We're teeing off against Joe Burrow. They have to be thinking that going into Thursday night.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I think Burrow – I don't think Burrow's the issue. I think Burrow looked good, to be honest, for the most part, despite him almost getting murdered um, multiple times. I think they're going to be in good shape with Burrow. Uh, maybe not – probably not this year, but uh, it wouldn't shock me if they won on uh, in Cleveland just because I think – I don't know how much better of a, like, I, I, the Browns are the Browns to me. It, it, just watching them, I know I predicted them to make the playoffs, but I think Yeah that's
1: think, how, how's that looking? I for think you? that's
0: going to be not good. I think that's going to be a tight game. I would still favor the Browns definitely, but I think the Bengals. It wouldn't like if the Bengals went in there and won that game. I, like I think people are kind of sleeping on on them, and uh, they could they could go in there and win. I I, I don't doubt it. I don't. I think the Browns. Defense, like you said, is is depleted. They lost lost a bunch of guys. Uh, it's a linebacker in the secondary. So
2: I think the bigger story, believe it or not, is their offense because it's miserable. somehow Baker Mayfield is unable. To
1: Have we uh, transitioned to the Browns Ravens? Go we're going. We're going, okay.
2: we're going to in a little bit. I want to say one quick thing because Baker Mayfield. I mean, it's bad. It might be over. It might be over. I won't say. I that, was. But... I. I. I mean. I remember last year when we were discussing. It was Baker Mayfield that was going to be the star, and Lamar Jackson maybe going to have a fallout kind of year. It's. I mean, it's not. Lamar Jackson's the real deal. He's the MVP of the of the National Football League, and he is and he is good. Uh, Baker Mayfield. I mean, ten targets to one of the best receivers in the NFL, Odell Beckham. Ten targets, three catches for thirty yards. Odell Beckham. Is not going to be on that team. Sixteen games this year. I, I mean, there's no way. Whoa, he can't. That Wait, he's going to get traded. San, Fr- get San traded. Francisco will pick him up. He's going to get traded. I can see it happening. Yeah, okay. and I, because listen, I don't think Odell is going to want to be there, and I don't blame him. I don't think Odell fits. He's way too talented for them. Yeah, uh, Odell. O- Odell's a big market player in a small market joke of a city. No offense, Cleveland. Well, <laughs> take some offense. Um, but this is a team in Cleveland that doesn't have a soul, it doesn't have purpose right now, I don't, I don't know what's going on you have one of the best running backs in the NFL and Nick Chubb, he's getting out carried by another great running back I'm sorry? Kareem Hunt I'm not sure what Alex was doing there uh, I, was pulling, I was pulling up the stats and some video, just happened to come up oh, on the, uh, go, the laptop anyway, you have Nick Chubb, one of the best running backs in the NFL, getting out carried by three touches to Kareem Hunt again, Kareem Hunt's a great running back, he's phenomenal but you can't have a split backfield like that and expect to do anything good because you're playing the Ravens. You have to establish somebody as the leader here. Somebody has to do, like, Baker Mayfield can't complete a pass. Odell can't make a catch. Jarvis Landry does his job. And then you have Nick Chubb not being able to get in a rhythm because he's getting out every other play. This is this is, this is is a, a, a Zach. Zach said it earlier, I think a few days ago, it's a losing culture in Cleveland. They don't have anything in Cleveland. Um, I'm going to say that they're going to win the Super Bowl next year. They're day. not winning the Super Bowl. No.
1: 2020 I mean, <laughs> has been a year of unpredictability, yes. but if there's anything that I'm sure about is that the Cleveland Browns are sure as heck not winning the Super Bowl this year, and they sure as heck are winning the Super Bowl next year, and I don't know when they're going to win the Super Bowl, but you know what? Here's here's what really ticks me off about the Cleveland Browns. It's not just a losing culture within the organization. It's a losing culture within the fan base. I'm in a Twitter group chat with some high school friends, and one of one of their dads is in it too. They're big Browns fans. Some are Bengals fans, which of course I like. Um, so he, he reaches out yesterday and he, he asks us um, why we thought Joe Burrow was going to break the rookie touchdown passing record that Baker Mayfield currently holds at 28. I thought about I, I thought this. What has Baker Mayfield done since then with more talent? Nothing. Thank you. He He's done less with more talent. How does that happen? And Baker's like, if anybody can turn around this franchise, it's me. <laughs> okay. What have you done? 7-8-1. That's encouraging. That's fine. Baker was very successful that year. 6-10 and ten with the team that they had last year on offense? Embarrassing. I get it. Their offensive line wasn't very good. Okay, you have Nick Chubb, one of, as Ellie, you mentioned, one of the best running backs in the NFL. I put I put him in my top five running backs in the NFL. Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. two of the top 25 receivers in, in the NFL. You also had a pretty decent tight end in David Njuku. and David Njoku. And you just added
2: me? Austin Hooper. You just added
1: Austin Hooper. Well, what did he do? What did he do? Two catches for 15 yards. Whoop de do. Big deal. How many
2: targets? Uh, two. You know, and nice. that's and that. And that's the
1: thing. And, and apparently, Kevin Stefanski loves to use his tight ends. Okay.
2: And, and it's like, Njoku is now out for the year, I think, right? Or is he, he's out for a period of time. He's on IR. He's on IR. All, he's on, uh, he might so, only miss three games. But yeah. So, we're going to have to, we're, they're, or they're going to have to, um, adjust to having just Austin Hooper, who they didn't utilize at all. Um, and to Alex's point, I mean, this is a team that has... It's their loads fans. Loads of talent. Their fans. Loads of
1: it. Yeah, and their fans have to apparently bash on the Bengals because they lost thirty-eight to six to the Ravens. Now, Whoa. okay, l- I will say this: this is the Baltimore Ravens. Can we talk about how good they looked on Sunday? Because le- they, uh, they, they, are, they are—they have not lost a step from last year. And I was a little concerned about them coming into the season. Yeah. Look at it, the way—look at the way their season ended last year in the playoffs. It, they didn't put on a good showing. It wasn't a bad showing. It just wasn't very good. Tennessee kind of. They made all the big plays, and Baltimore never really made that big play. But, And then you think about, you know, I said their schedule's tougher this year. Teams are going to catch on to Lamar Jackson. And all Lamar Jackson did um, on Sunday was go 20-25 of 25 for 275 yards and three touchdowns, no interceptions, and also rushed for 45 yards on seven carries. That's a very solid week one line. And it's interesting. I, I was thinking about this last night. Do you see how many commercials Baker Mayfield's oh God, in? And then you think about, ending. and then you think about Lamar Jackson and, and the number of commercials he's in. Zero. It's because Lamar Jackson actually cares about the game of football. Baker show did show in college that he is. We're getting into coward territory now. I love it. Keep Baker May, Baker Mayfield. I said coming into the season he's going to perform well because he knows he has to. I didn't see any I, I, from the stats on Sunday. I didn't see any sort of that. If the Browns lose on Sunday, if the Browns lose on Sunday, 10 days in between games, I'm not saying there will be. I don't think there will be. But will there be a quarterback controversy in Cleveland? No. Because let I, me tell you, Case Keenum looked better than Baker Mayfield did in training camp.
0: Case Keenum, I don't think it's going to start. I do not
2: if they don't win games, I think Alex might have a point. I, I don't know how early it's going to be. they're not going to quit on him yet, but Baker Mayfield has looked very bad, and i don't I, I, and again, for the love of God, I don't understand. He has every every offensive player that he wants that he can dream of, great running backs, great receivers, great tight ends. How are you not succeeding? like how are you not succeeding? I don't get it, but they aren't, and that's um i, I and to Alex's credit, the Ravens looked great. Ravens looked like a Super Bowl contender. I have them winning the Super Bowl or getting to the Super Bowl. Uh, excuse me. I, you know, I, I think they outclassed the Browns, and I, I think it's going to be the Ravens' show this year in the NL uh, or the NL Central uh, in the <laughs> AF in the AFC North. But that's what we'll have to deal with. And to Zach's point earlier, I do think the Bengals will go in. will will, will play Thursday night. In Cleveland, and I think the, I think they're going to put up a fight. I think if they if they win, they win. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I don't think I, what's the spread? Six and a half. Six and been, a half in favor of the Browns. I think it's
0: been even bet, getting bet down. Like I've seen it at five and a half. Because I, I, I was I was surprised right, at how big me. that line was. It opened at eight and a half, which that's ridiculous. Like, silliness. That's ridiculous. Silly.
1: I I will say this now. When we now when we reconvene on Thursday to and we'll really talk about this game on Thursday because. It is it is a really important game. I think more so for the Browns because the Bengals aren't expected to be very good this year now. Then again, I I picked them to go 11 and 5, which I am kind of bumping that down a little bit
0: now. You think Oh god. Oh, I I mean You think No, wait, hold on Alex in fairness to Alex he did have them starting and 2 and then winning 11 of <laughs> Well
1: then i flipped my pick last minute to the char- to the Bengals winning on Sunday but that was because the Chargers were without Mike Pouncey they were without Trey Turner and you know what i do deserve some partial credit cuz i was close in thinking that the Bengals were going to win uh, yeah i didn't And that think was were and that game was game. and that was a toss up game that, was. that that was that was the toss up game of the week that and the Raiders and the Panthers was, were the toss up games of the That's, week. Yeah. Well, it the Raiders panthers That was a good game. That was a good this game. Why are you not Why are you not giving the ball to Christian McCaffrey on fourth and inches? This is another story. But at the end of the day, I think when I when I think about the Bengals going up to Cleveland, I, I, it's it's definitely more of an important game than the Browns because, like I said, the Bengals aren't expected to be very good this year. Now, if the Bengals somehow win on Thursday, which I think they will, spoiler alert. Then they have they have ten days off. They're one and one. They're feeling good about themselves. They got Joe Burrow cooking. You know, maybe uh, I'll say this: AJ Green looked pretty good on Sunday. That's, His yeah. first game back in two years. CJ Uzama looked yeah. good. I, I liked how they used Gio out of the backfield. Joe Mixon looked pretty solid. The offensive line wasn't terrible outside of maybe in the, the first half. In the second half. They weren't terrible. That. Yeah, you're
2: right. Um, and I don't know if you saw the stat by the way. not to cut in a little bit, Gio, Gio, Giovanni Bernard is number one, and Joe Mixon was number two. Running backs or I guess players in general, most carries without a fumble. Those guys were one and two in the NFL. Good.
1: Yeah, and it, it just so happened that Joe Mixon fumbled on Sunday. Which is unfortunate. It, it was very unfortunate. But give the defense we – we didn't even talk about the defense. I thought they played really well they at played times. Great. Jesse, J- played great. Jesse Bates was played really great. good too. Jesse Bates was probably my player of the game. I thought Jermaine Pratt played pretty well. Yeah. The linebackers, like, they actually look like NFL linebackers. They weren't, like, getting gashed by Austin Eckler and Hunter Henry, although there was one play towards the end of the first half of the day. But, like, you remember, guys, we were in Baltimore last week. We watched Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram run all over the linebackers. That didn't happen on Sunday against the Chargers. If the, Think about this. It, it's a more important game for the Browns because if they go 0-2, they are getting every bit of attention put on them by the national media. Let alone Cleveland. If the Bengals win, they go to Philadelphia Week Three.
0: The little Felix. Whatever. I did, I didn't. uh,
1: if, uh if you want to go there, you want to kind of seg- go to segue into that I because want to there. um, I know That's you it. do because I know I I, know, I think I know you Elliot have some things to say about Carson Wentz.
0: He wasn't good. Yeah, but we do this we do this every year where we'll take one Carson Wentz game and then when he throws to the – to Sean Jackson's his number one receiver, and he's 500 years old. And it was a bad game, but we did this last year, and then Carson Wentz was really good, and then they made it to the playoffs, and then we did that. So we'll see where this ends up after the one game, after, after, after this one game. I think Carson Wentz is fine. He had a horrible game, to be honest.
1: 24-42, two seventy, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Not very good. Not going to cut it. Especially oh, They've got to they win it. Especially when you saw what he did last year with – as Colin, as someone said, deck chairs playing.
0: Well, in fairness, <laughs> look. I'm Excuse not, me. Throwing not, the deck chairs. I'm not trying to, with all due respect to Philly's offense, I mean, the Greg Ward caught five passes. Boston Scott was the leading rusher. I don't want any, I don't want any it's, smack But, but Miles to Sanders that. was out. He was out. That's the issue. Like, that hurts them. I and mean, I now think, should they still win that game against a bad football team? The 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 bad the football team? Yeah. <laughs> I think they should win that game.
1: Too. Well, I think you also I heard I saw, I heard someone say that Washington's defensive line has five first round draft picks. Um, and they changed the game.
0: Kerrigan and
1: Kerrigan, Montez Sweat, Jonathan
0: Allen, Chase Young.
2: Chase Young and Chase then
0: Ionasi, something like that. I don't know if Ionitas is a first round. Ionitis excuse me. Yeah, that kid's pretty tough.
2: So yeah, there was eight sacks in the game. In the, in the sack leaders for the NFL, the top five, two Washington defenders are in there. But didn't Lane Kerrigan had two sacks and Matt Ioannidis, Ioannidis. had one and a half. So I mean that's, I mean, there's I mean I, I to the Washington's credit they played well they defensively. Did. They stepped up. Um but that was, that was a bad, bad second half by Philadelphia. I so think
1: bad. you also have to remember that Philadelphia was playing without two of their top offensive linemen. Brandon Brooks, who injured his ACL earlier in the offseason, and then Lane Johnson, who might, those are their two might, yeah, <laughs> might be their two best offensive linemen. They are both out. Um, Dallas, yeah. Dallas Goddard, he played well. He did play well. Um, are, are, should, should we be concerned about Philly? No, because the rest of the division, quite frankly, stunk this week. Dallas, yeah. has, Dallas has issues. They should have won on Sunday. We'll get to that in a minute. The Giants... The Giants weren't terrible last night. Daniel Jones just made a bad play in the – you know what I'm talking about, where he had that – Bud Dupree tipped that pass and Cameron Hayward intercepted it. That was backbreaking. The Giants' defense, to me, still is a work in progress, obviously. Uh, Washington, look, they did get a big win, and maybe they're better than what we thought. I said they go 0-16, but uh, (laughs) that's a little bit wrong there. But at the end of the day, maybe they are a little bit better than what we saw uh, last year and on paper. Um, when I think of Philadelphia, what, what did I write down there in my notes? But you, you—they had no business losing this game. You're up seventeen to nothing in the second quarter on the road. Find a way to put that game away. If you end up winning twenty-seven to fourteen, okay, fine. But losing, but letting Washington outscore you twenty-seven to nothing, and there's no fans in the stands. The the the, the Washington football team, the, their culture is terrible, and you let them beat you the way they did. Let's look at the uh the last several Eagles drives, okay? Starting with the interception at the end of the first half. Interception, punt, punt, interception, missed field goal, turnover on downs, punt, turnover on downs, fumble, end of game. Excuse me, that's not going to get it done. And let me let me tell you this. They play the Rams this week. That's now all of a
2: sudden... Oh, that's a tough
1: game. Yeah, that's a very... T- can you see the Rams going into Philly and winning?
2: Absolutely. Elliot? Uh, I mean, the fact that... Phil, I think they, Philadelphia's favorite, aren't they? That's, I mean, I, I think... They'll be
1: favorite because they're playing
2: at home. I think it's close, to think, be honest. I don't think it's close. I think the Rams, and I think they're going to win by two touchdowns. Oh, really? What? Hot take, let's go. Whoa. Hot take, Yeah, Your dude. mic is hot right now. The Rams... The Rams, I, I mean, the Rams look, are good, but... The Rams' offense was unable to capitalize... On their drives, a lot of field goals. Uh, no, I, I two. I, was it three? I thought it was three. Was it two or three? It was two because it was 20. Okay. So early, it, er, earlier on, they were unable in the game, in the Dallas game, which we'll get to. Okay. They were unable to uh, capitalize into the end zone. Um, Philadelphia scored, what was it 17 first and then it was 24 unanswered? Is that what it was? 27 unanswered. Seven. So. I, I think if the if the if the Eagles have, which by the way, uh, I don't know how what their wide I mean the wide receiver core. exactly like Zach said, I mean, it's a joke. So shout out Carson Wentz. But I think the Rams are better. I think Jared Goff looked okay, and yeah. I, I don't think Jared Goff looked bad. I think Malcolm Brown looked good. I think he looked good. Robert Woods looked good. Higby looked good. They have I mean they have a ton of wide receivers. They have Cooper Cup. I think the Rams are more talented, and I think they have a better chance of winning that game. I think they're going to win probably by, I would say, 13 or 14 points.
1: And then you think about in week three, they play the Bengals, and then they go to San Francisco, which I don't think San Francisco is in that much trouble. I think Arizona is just a better football team than we've seen recent years. So. Uh, but this loss, when you, when you lose a game that you should have won, and this is the problem with Philadelphia. I said this last week, and I've said this all offseason. Philadelphia will lose a game early in the season that will make you roll your eyes and scratch your head and question, are they really as good as they might appear on paper?
0: I'll say this. They better win this week because if they don't win this week, they're starting 1-4, 1-5. Do you think
1: th- Do you think they should worry about the Bengals?
0: I mean, I'm not saying, like, look ahead. They lost to
2: the, Red- I- the Redskins. They, I think they the lost least- to the Washington football
0: To be honest, I think they'll beat the Bengals, but, I mean, you're going to San Francisco and Pittsburgh? Like... And then Baltimore is like, eww, and and that it, it doesn't matter
1: that Baltimore's a,
0: at home. No, because Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore can, Baltimore <laughs> can win anywhere. Absolutely, I, I think Philly's in trouble just because of their schedule. I mean, like, you got to beat the, you got to beat the Redskins. Have to. You got to beat the Redskins. You have to. That's one of those you games. Like be, that's the difference between them going nine and seven, which was I thought they would go and. Oh, I had them at nine and seven. Eight and eight. Like that's the thing that keeps you out of the playoffs, and I can see that. And now. this is and this is with an extra playoff spot. Could be. It wouldn't shock me if they were eight and eight now or something, something like that. I think they might win this week. I think it'll be a close game, but we'll we'll see because that loss is going to. It's week one, but at the same time, that's that's one you're penciling in as a win to start the year. So. All right. Uh, another game we have to talk about in the NFC. And when we got to talk about the we got to talk about the Bears, the twelve and four Bears.
2: I want to apologize. I, I'm not apologizing. I, 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 I don't know. I don't. I want to, I, I, you can't take much from this game. I want to apologize, to Alex, well, I'm because surprised. in the third quarter, uh, top of the fourth, <laughs> top of the fourth. Are yeah, you buzzing
1: uh, on my phone while I'm driving to
2: my relative's house in Mason <laughs> to watch the game? Bottom of the fifth. Alex, bottom of the fifth. Alex. <laughs> Alex told us on that show, the preview show, the NFL preview show, the Bears were gonna win twelve games. Horrible take. But that is how it shook out in that's playoff horrible, predictor. That's a horrible take.
1: That's partially why they have twelve yeah, games. I think they'll win
2: the division. It's a horrible take. But
0: well, I can't say it's a horrible take. That's first, what I'm saying. I'm apologizing. First.
2: I'm apologizing. They were down twenty-three. What was it? Twenty-four. It, it was twenty-three to six. Twenty-three going to six. Going into the fourth quarter. Um, I would have bet my life on the line. Mitch Trubisky, really? Mitch Trubisky.
0: They're up twenty three to six, but and it's the, the
2: Lions. The Bears' quarterback's Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, it's the Lions. It is the Lions. They have 23's. the wor- they
1: have the worst luck of any team in the NFL. Go ahead, Don't mean to cut Lions you off there. Real.
2: Uh, the the Lions, by the way, without Kenny Galladay, um, Mitch Trubisky looked okay. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't look good, but he, I mean, he's serviceable. Alex told me put in Nick Foles. I kind of agreed with him heading into that because, I mean, their offense was trash. Trash. They fought their way back. The Bears defense held the Lions. The Bears offense carried them down the field. They won the game because of a dropped pass in the end zone. Yep. But yep. they did win the game. So Alex, I want to I want to apologize to you for trashing your pick. The twelve win season for the Chicago Bears are alive.
1: Well, well it's cer- it certainly is never over when you're playing the Detroit Lions, as no. we have seen over the years, but. I don't think you can take away much from this game. Mitch Trubisky played, I I guess, solid. I mean, 20 of 36 isn't going to set the world on fire, but he did throw for 242 yards and three touchdowns. Now, then again, most of it was in the fourth quarter. But at the same time, the fact that he was able to have the fourth quarter that he had, I think speaks to his resiliency. I mean, that was a—I mean, that might be—am I overreacting when I say that might be a career-defining moment for Mitch Trubisky? Now, you are playing the Detroit Lions. Yes, that's an overreaction. The Detroit Lions have the worst luck of any franchise in the NFL, by the way. I'm sick and tired of anybody saying that that the Detroit Lions are a playoff sleeper. They are they are not. They are not going anywhere. Imagine thinking this year.
0: Imagine having like as bad as like I I disagree with the Bears thing with Alex, but imagine like going into a season thinking
2: like, Oh, the Lions, they're gonna win ten games. The Lions are historically historically one of the worst sports franchises of all time. And that's like every country, if you put every country in the, like, the Lions, America's Lions like are America's like, the worst they are. franchise. Real they,
1: bad. They, they have not won a playoff game since the mid-90s. Mm-hmm. Now, the Bengals haven't won a playoff yeah, game since yeah. they've, and, they haven't won a playoff they've never game been to either. a Super Bowl. so They've never been to a Super Bowl. I don't think they've been to an NFL championship game yes. since 1957.
2: Hmm. ball I mean, was good back then.
1: I mean, that's, six, that's six, helmets. 63 years ago. The, the, the lions have the worst luck now i will say this with the bears their next two games at home against the giants i th- that's a win right
2: probably um, i don't pencil it a win it's a close one that's another close game i, I think don't it's think I, that's I, a blowout I, I,
1: I don't the giants are not a bad football team I don't think they just right they either. just don't know how to win yet their I think next Dimes game is the right guy their next Saquon
2: barkley we'll, is. we'll get
1: into it daniel jones impressed me last night he didn't because that. before the interception, he marched them 90-plus yards against that defense that sh- the-, the Steelers have? I mean, think about that for a minute.
0: I think Dimes is the guy.
1: I th- I think you're right, Zach, and I-, I owe you an apology for doubting Daniel Jones. and I'm someone who grew up a Giants fan.
0: And I was not, by the way. I thought Daniel Jones was a terrible draft pick at the time. but I... So did the fans. But... Didn't they boo him? I, I, didn't
1: fans boo when he yeah, was drafted? I
0: think he might have. I, okay. I, I was wrong, and I, well, but I was kind of in on him after last year. I'm like, this guy's got Moxie. I think he's got uh, – this kid Slayton is another guy. I think he's – He's really good. He's a good receiver. Shepard's pretty good.
2: Saquon is Saquon. Saquon, they're, they're um, t- Saquon is Saquon, but Saquon didn't play well at all.
1: Well, okay. Well, the, 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 Steelers, the Steelers game plan to stop him, and they did. Um, the Giants are uh,
0: is like he's also never
1: good. No, it hasn't been good. Even when I they won the Super Bowl, it wasn't very good. Uh, wasn't very good week three by the kind of sidetrack there week three the after the Giants game and week two for the Bears week three the Bears go to Atlanta that's not a I mean you can't pencil in that one Atlanta played okay on Sunday I don't think they're I don't think they're a really good team there I think they're a decent team now then again they were playing Seattle more on more on uh them and later on but then their schedule gets tough with the Colts Tampa Bay Carolina LA New Orleans yeah. Tennessee, Minnesota, Green Bay, and then you finally played Detroit at home in week uh thirteen. So you can't really you can't really take away much from this game other than the fact that the Lions have the worst luck of any team in the NFL and they do. The Bears I don't know. I, I, I don't know because I mean they can be really bad one week and then they can look like a, a, a playoff team, a wild card team a different week. So I mean, you just don't know what the Bears.
0: You don't, and I, and I think uh, look, I don't know if that was a career-defining dry uh, dry or quarter for Mitch, but I think it was important because I mean, if they lose that game thirty-four to six, and Mitch was terrible, I mean, it's 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 a bad look if they, you know, continue in a market, to run him out there. And in a market
1: like Chicago, I think they were, that Nick Foles that there was going to be swirls of think, Nick
0: Foles. I don't. I don't think Mitch is good. I think he will regress back down to old Mitch. Um, so, but that was a big. You got to credit Mitch Trubisky. I mean, that, that was a heck of a comeback because I, the Bears coming back in that game was one maybe the most improbable thing I can remember. Yeah. And because
2: it was the Bears because they're also snake bitten. They have no. But Alex is correct. Giants coming up. Saquon Barkley. I just looked it up. A hundred and fourth this week. NFL rushing six yards. He was a hundred and fourth this week. A hundred and fourth. He had six yards. I just want to list a few guys that had more rushing yards: Ben Roethlisberger, Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs> Sam Darnold. <laughs> That's sad. Robert Woods, Ryan Tannehill, Jared Goff, Robert uh, or Robert Ryan Fitzpatrick, Gardner Minshew, Anthony Lazard. <laughs> Every one of these guys, Mitch Trubisky, Teddy Bridgewater, every one of them had more rushing yards than Saquon Barkley. Uh, what's his name? Joe Mixon has a horrible offensive line. He leads the AFC in rushing. So what's Saquon's excuse? I don't oh, know. That's one game. We'll see. I think Saquon will be fine. The, S- the Steelers' defense is for real. Steelers they are. Kirk deep Cousins deep. had more rushing yards than Saquon. Get
0: back to me next week.
2: So I think Saquon will have more
0: than six yards. I think he'll have maybe like seventy, eighty yards. But he also,
1: but he also was had six receptions for sixty yards. So he did have some impact on the game. He did. That's what but, Saquon. But the Steelers' run defense is unbelievable.
0: I think the Steelers are one of the best defenses in football.
1: They might be so. the best defense.
0: T.J. Watts may be the best player in football defensively. So whoa, one who's of, who's one of them? <laughs>
1: What's the time code looking like? we got about 20 minutes left on this right, that's fine. segment. Right. So
2: what, what, is there another game we wanted to talk about? Uh, oh, yeah. Th-
0: yeah well, I, we got to talk about, the I was going to say, okay. <laughs> Buck Saints. we gotta, we got to talk oh, about that. Oh, that's
1: right. Um, that game went as expected. I, I think, <laughs> I, think um, I, I, I picked the Saints to win. I think all of us picked. Did all of us pick the Saints to win? Yeah, I, I picked okay. the Saints to win. Um, I I don't think we should be concerned about Tampa Bay. I think it was rust, and you can say, "Oh, it's Tom Brady." Yeah, he hasn't played in, in eight months. So I'm not concerned with Tampa Bay. That Saints defense is really good. I mean, even without Von Bell, their secondary made the secondarys it, really good. Their secondary was the difference in the game. Um, if you take away those two interceptions, Tampa Bay may end up winning that game. But New Orleans weeks, uh, that was expected the Saints to win at home. Brady looked a little rusty. I thought he looked good at times. He's going to have to get used to – I mean, Gronk had only two catches, in, I believe, in that game. Mike Evans was hurt. Tampa Bay's offensive line is still a question mark. I think at the end of the day, Tampa Bay's going to be fine. New Orleans, I mean, they're a Super Bowl contender. We all know that. Drew Brees only threw for, what, 94 yards. I don't think we should even be concerned about that.
0: I'm concerned about that. He was at a – he got up to I will say this.
1: Without Michael Thomas, look out. But then again, you still have to think about they still have um Traquan Smith, Alvin Kamara, Ted Ginn, their tight end Jared Cook, the tight end, in a real nice year last year. Remember, he was my sleeper in fantasy football. I think the I think the Saints are, are still the best team right now in that division. I have Tampa Bay winning it. But that that one is expected. I, I don't have a lot of criticism from that game. That's just the Saints playing at home, Tampa Bay with a new look offense.
2: I mean that, that that's what it was. You, you that was expected. I think both quarterbacks showed their age. I think Drew Brees is a little bit more. It, it's I, in my opinion, it's a more interesting story because Drew Brees, up until that game, I thought of has been a very consistently good quarterback, despite how old he is. Last year he was great. The Year before that he was great, despite the injuries. I I I don't know. I he's a lot of weapons on offense, and I think that as I don't think he played well down the field. His balls down the field weren't good. And we did, to-
1: why did I say 94 yards? He ended up 18 of 30 for 160 and two touchdowns. It's not good.
2: but Yeah, it's not good. It's not terrible. I'm, it's not, not, I'm not good. Tom tough. Brady, on the other hand, I also – I mean, Tom Brady's 100 years old. The fact that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, like, put all their juice in Tom Brady, Tom Brady's a 1,000 years old. He's a Hall of Famer, best of all time. He's a 1,000 years old. Do do I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to go 0 and sixty. No, they're a good team. They're a very good team, probably going to make the playoffs. It's going to be close, but I think they're probably going to get in. I I think Tom Brady needs to start working with his receivers more. I don't know how he hasn't yet, but it's the first game, like Alex said. It's, you know, you can't put too much into Week 1 in the NFL any year, at any time, really. I mean, the first three weeks, honestly, kind of washes. So... This is this is a practice run for both Breeze for for Brady. Um, if I'm the Saints, I'm very I'm very confident at this point because even if Drew Breeze doesn't have it this season, they I mean they have two very good quarterbacks to back him up, and their defense is a Super Bowl caliber defense. The Buccaneers, on the other hand, their defense got exposed a little bit, and you have an offensive line in Tampa that's not very good, and Tom Brady's unable to make clutch throws. In my my honest opinion, you have Grub grab Gronkowski who is didn't was a non-factor an absolute non-factor. Um, so I, I don't know what's going to happen with, with Tampa Bay. I think they're a big question mark. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I think Bill Belichick's pretty happy with his situation.
1: Well, I think that's a true. I think that's still evolving. You I, Like, like Zach said, you can't, or one of you said that you can't take, you can't judge a team based on week one. Correct. You can't, but um, the Patriots, they did look good with Cam Newton. Maybe that, maybe that will turn out to be a good
2: investment that they made in the off season. I, I think it's going to work. I, Bill Belichick gets to use his creative juices. He doesn't just have the Tom Brady dink and dunk games. So the, I, I'm excited for that. But Zach, yeah, New England's going to be fine. I mean, they're going to win. They get three
0: free wins probably this year. I mean, they have got actually four free wins. They're going to beat Miami and they're going to they're going to sweep Miami and the Jets, who are terrible. But... Uh, Rams, we got a Rams-Cowboys. I mean, that was a that was robbery a game. Uh, robbery. Like
2: the Cowboys. That was not
1: offensive-ass interference. You're right. Robbery. I was right. Terrible call. You had Michael Gallup? I ha- Same I- here.
2: Yeah. So, we'll get into the game. Dallas Cowboys, who I was very high on, who a lot of people are very high on. I don't on, know why. And I know why, because their offense is unbelievable, and they have a decent defense. So, it's like, it's. I mean, this team is a, believe it or not, guys, and I'll say it year after year oh, after no. 8 and 8 after 8 and 8 after 8 and 8 no. it's it's they're a playoff team man they're a super bowl caliber team yeah you know,
1: they are but they're you know, not winning they games. don't win the game. this so. is this is a game that you need to win lance mcallister posed this question back in mid june things that are overrated not just in sports dallas. but in life i said the dallas cowboys they have not been to an nfc championship game since 1995 they have three playoff wins in that span and the sad part is They've had some uber-talented rosters over the years, and they have not delivered. Last year, they started 3-0. I thought they were a Super Bowl team. Remember, Zach, I had Dak Prescott as my number one performer after week one. I'm like, this guy silenced his critics. This team is a Super Bowl team. I was all in on them. And, and by the way, I, I grew up strongly disliking the Cowboys because I have family in New York, and they do not like the Cowboys whatsoever. So... It, it 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 just like it, it boggles my mind year after year, and this is with Mike McCarthy. Jason Carrot's not there anymore. This is Mike McCarthy. Why are you going for it on fourth and three when you have a when you have a chip shot field goal? Greg Zerline's one of the best kickers in the league. Tie the game, take Tie the, the game. points. And like, if you're gonna do that, going to C.D. Lamb. Nice to nice to know that when you go to C.D. Lamb, who's a rookie, it's not the worst option in the
2: world. But you got to, If you're going to do that, target Amari Cooper, target Michael Gallup. Now you also can't do a, a one yard out. I mean, the guy had no. a one yard uh, slant. No, it wasn't a slant. It was a cut. You cut across. It was a crossing route. It was a cross route that was a yard. I mean, I, it was a great tackle by whoever that Rams defender was who made that tackle. I don't know who that was. It was a great, It was a great tackle. Um, and because honestly, it probably should have been a first down. Like it was, the ball was very close to being a first down already. But, the, I mean, the tackle was unbelievable. He stopped him. But it, to, to Alex's point, moronic. Their offense has not been great all game. It's not like there was, it was a shootout. You know, they were struggling to get first downs. And on fourth and three, down three, they didn't want to take the points. It's like, dude, tie the game. You're on the road in a new stadium against a team that's got some momentum on you right now. Tie it. Tie the game. And you have a chance in this thing. But this, the, the thing is, Jason Garrett probably would have done the
1: same thing. No, I don't think he
2: would have. I think he would have. I think Jason Garrett's a fool, but.
1: But the problem with the Cowboys is, as good as their defense is, they might have just lost their best player, and Leighton Van Der Esch, for half the season with a collarbone injury. That is a critical loss for them. And then offensively, Blake Jarwin's now out for the year, Jason Wynn's no longer there. Who, I mean, yeah, you have Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Ceedee Lamb, and Ezekiel Elliott, but if you can't utilize them the way the ways they should be utilized, which is the reason why Mike McCarthy was brought in to be the head coach of this football team, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. Again, Philadelphia might win the division by that. This is the worst division in football
2: and the Dallas Cowboys the which sad is, thing which is weird to say because man these are these are like historically fun teams these are like the biggest fan bases in the NFL and these teams minus, you're right minus the Redskins but you have three teams the Eagles with the most arguably the most passionate fan base you have the Giants having like the heart of New York and then you have and then you have the Dallas Cowboys who are America's team these teams should be good and to Alex's point this is the worst division in football how is it bad
1: it shouldn't be bad. It shouldn't be bad, too, because I think on paper, the Cowboys, the Cowboys should be very good. Very good. The Eagles should be solid, a playoff team. The Giants, they should be around five, six wins. I think having them go 2-14 was a mistake on my part, but that's just how that um, uh, service shook out when I made my predictions. And Washington's now showing at least maybe some competency. Yeah. But the, but the Dallas Cowboys, to me, until they can win these kinds of games, they, they have... The second worst record in one-score games the last two years, dating back to the start of last year, behind in front of only the Bengals. Like that's an embarrassment. Okay, I'm not trying to you and know and I, knock I, on the hometown team, but at the end of the day, you got to win those kinds of games. That's what separates good teams
2: from uh, from the great teams. And the one point I want to make, to be fair to the Cowboys, at the very end of the game, Dak Prescott made a beautiful throw. Michael Gallup caught the ball. They were going to be in well inside field goal range. No way it was that pass interference, and it was called pass interference on Jalen Ramsey. No Jalen Ramsey with an all time sell job, <laughs> and I and I credit him because that's how you do it in the NFL to get these refs to blow their whistle, which is kind of ridiculous, but whatever. I have an issue with that pass. That pass interference called big time. Just like I had, I had a problem with AJ Green getting called for it. I wasn't either. But and but at the end of the day, the Cowboys shouldn't have to rely on a hail mary to Michael Gallup in the fourth quarter with a minute left. I mean, they shouldn't. That game should have been won. They missed their opportunities. Ezekiel Elliott looks good, man. Ezekiel Elliott looks good. Dak Prescott. He did look good. Dak, Dak Prescott can't win road games. I don't know what's wrong with Dak Prescott, but Dak Prescott is sure not living up to the money that he wants. What What's one road game that he's won in his career? At Pittsburgh in 2016.
1: Uh, no, that was all Ezekiel Elliott. I don't remember. I don't remember been uh, playing well in the playoffs. Every road yeah. game that the Cowboys have won has been because of Ezekiel Elliott, Zach, kind of.
0: Dallas to me got about nine like, minutes left. By all the way, bark, no, but they just. I mean, they, yeah, they. They. I think they have a good team, but they. I'm. They have to prove to me that they can win in the playoffs before I'm gonna buy in. I, I'm like I'm with Alex.
1: Forget the playoffs. They gotta win these kinds of games oh, yeah. to get to the playoffs. I
0: think they're gonna make the playoffs. It's just like. No, I'm not. I I can't believe it. I think I pick them to win ten games, but I think they're gonna lose. They'll lose early in the playoffs. They're they're, they're just to me. You they're All in. they all you know. It's all the talk. They get all the pub. They get all this, all that. They just they don't get it done. At the end of the day, they don't get it
1: done. Do you know that this is the 18th time in the last 19 years that they have opened the regular season with either a 425 or a Sunday night game? And what if I told you that their schedule this year, 11 of their games are at 425 or 830? That is absurd when you consider what little they've accomplished in the last 20 to 25
2: years. But that's what we say, man. Everybody watches the Cowboys. I know. My it, it, dad, who's not a Cowboys fan, loves the Cowboys.
1: I love the Cowboys because when they lose, I can just talk a bunch <laughs> of crap about them. Like, You know who else does? Is Stephen A. Smith. I love Stephen oh, A. Smith. He lo- oh, it, it's so hilarious when the Cowboys lose to watch him come in because it's so predictable and it shouldn't be with the rich history that the Cowboys have. Uh, any other games, Zach? I know
0: you mentioned yeah, the, the game last night. The game last night we have to talk about, right? What do you want to? What's your take on it? Well, I mean, the fact, just how that game went full circle. It, by the way, it was a miserable football game. Pre- it it was really pretty was miserable. One of the worst football games. But we we have to talk about just like the 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 Goskowski <laughs> and the horrible coaching by Vic Fangio. Terrible. Or he. How do you leave? Those timeouts on the team. Yeah, that, good thing they got 15 seconds left. They got three timeouts with outs. a rookie, whoo. with a rookie
1: quarterback and a roster that was minus their best wide receiver That's last deleted. night. That's what
0: you That's what you want. Yep, you want those three because Jerry with June 10 is going to do it. Left. That was no invisible. offense to him, but credit to the, I mean the Titans. They, I mean, they outplayed them by a long. I thought by a long stretch, long, long shot they should have won. by There was two one scores. drive they
2: had in that fourth or the third quarter. It was like they, I think it was early fourth quarter, where the Broncos just torched that defense down the field. But that was like, that was it. Zach made a point last night. It was the most Titans game of all time. It was just. Ugly. I mean, that's Titans. That is sixteen fourteen early
1: early in the season. Because remember last year the Titans didn't look all that good early in the season. I mean, last year in Denver they got blown. I mean, they got. I'll bet you. I'll
0: bet you. They start four and four, and they win those games. Like all the wins they'll get are thirteen to seven, or f- sixteen to thirteen, or fourteen to thirteen. Like they're gonna win all those games. They're gonna start four and four. And Everybody, like, this team sucks. Like this team isn't any good. And this is exactly the narrative
1: that we it's put every, on them last year. I feel
0: like it's every time too like we're gonna make this team isn't i don't i don't know zach i thought the titans uh, last year i had this it was literally that i was like the titans aren't going
2: yeah i didn't buy the titans but to be fair that was before ryan Tannehill came along shit and by the way he wasn't good either so i mean he was good last year but i i thought he was really good to think that like ryan
0: Tannehill is like oh well this is yep this is the guy you really feel great about leading like he's not a guy that's like gonna take the game by the reins and just be like yep no. Climb on. The it's, Titan- Derek. it's the Derrick Henry show, let's be honest. Yeah, Derek- they go as Derrick Henry goes. They're giving him the ball a million times.
2: Did he have 30 carries last 31. night? 31 <laughs> for 116. But
0: Ryan okay. Tannehill still threw for 43 passes. Ryan Tannehill had a fine So, game. so
1: that tells you that Den- that, that they outplay Denver. The, my biggest takeaway from this game is this. Do not be fooled, by the way, by the number of points the Titans scored last night. This is a very, very good football team that has a shot at potentially winning the Super Bowl. I think their
2: defense is legit. And by the way, they had 10 points robbed.
1: By the way, you talk about how awful the game was. That punch that Rashad Evans threw last night, th- there, there's no place in the NFL for that. That, that. that was just embarrassing. He's one of the faces of your defense. There's no place I didn't in the see NFL that for that. One, actually. I didn't, we didn't Good see that. for you. <laughs> you all, it, it,
0: it was, the, we saw like the, most of the second
1: First half. off, the second half didn't start until midnight.
0: That's tough. I mean, it, it, it went it went way late. That's the but that's the doubleheader Monday night. You know, at the first week, you know, you it, we
1: got less than five, less than four and a half minutes left. I'll just say, I, I thought the Titans played better than the score suggests. Steven yeah, Koskowski no, I, mean, I don't know how. I mean, I don't know how you want to feel about him. It was a miserable. Um, well, they also couldn't punch the ball in the end zone sometimes. But I will say this: this is this is still a very very solid football team. Corey Davis had seven catches on eight targets for 101 yards. A.J. Brown, kind of a pedestrian, five thirty-nine, eight targets. Ryan Tannehill did overshoot him on on that final drive in the end zone. Uh, Adam Humphrey six for forty-seven on seven targets. Ryan Tannehill picked up right where he left off last year. I thought he had a really nice game last night. To be honest with you, two forty-nine, two touchdowns, no picks. Um, but you're right. If you're Vic Vangio, you gotta leave enough time on the clock for Drew Locke. Two timeouts. Whoop-de-do. I mean, this is a rookie quarterback who's playing without his number one wide receiver. And by the way, the loss of Von Miller kills Denver.
2: Defensively, yeah.
1: It is a monstrous loss. I I think the hype on the Broncos
2: was a little too much. But that's beside the point. It wasn't even that big, but you're right. As we gear up for the second hour of the program, we're going to take a little break. Coming up, we have... Winners and losers of the week, or are we doing... What are Winners we
1: do? and losers of the week and top four performers.
2: Top four performers. My favorite segment of the show. That's all coming up. Zach? That's all coming up, and we'll... What's the show called? Triple B's. That's all I got. Triple say. B's. BearCast, Bengals, Great, Breakdown? Greatest show in radio. Greatest show in radio. Greatest show in radio. This is the greatest show. Um, it is. So we'll get up for, for hour two. Coming up here on I'm gonna go Bearcast. get I'm gonna go get some club crackers. Club, oh oh god. god, he's gonna poison us <laughs> here on Bearcast Radio.